Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. It's that time. Yep. Well, what time would that be? Howdy do Time to do another show. <laughs> and it's that time again because this is the uh, kind of the wrap-up show after uh, Westfest, so... Yeah, it's so nice that you Richard can all hear all about it the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember it well. Yeah, see, I remember so the, someone, uh, somebody planned their uh, their jamboree diddly session. Um, no, this was my Cub Scout trip. We were supposed to go in February. Yeah, we, and got rained heard, out. So we've heard well, the story. I, you know, it's I got it, it got a little more interesting than that. Even well, we're not interested in Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Cub Scouts, or you know, Bear Scouts, whatever the effing. Thank you. That's how you really feel. I never was one. Don't care. You know, I always did the father-son thing with the YMCs, YMCAs. So, all right. So, moving on. uh, We had a couple little things. There's uh, a song about that. Do you remember that song? I don't care. Moving on. We're uh, wait. uh, Song about what? YMCA. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure he wasn't going there, and yet he did. (sighs) Yes, he did. Um. Yeah. It's talking about a person that can take a good thing and make it bad. But a couple of funny things came up. uh, The Rivers of America is filling up, and uh, somebody made a Facebook comment that would be Paul Berry, and uh, we were having some fun with him because he said the river was officially being filled, and somebody said. Uh, versus unofficially being filled, you know. Now, now, is that you, the somebody? No, 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 that, that was somebody else. I actually said, did you see the garden hoses? Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I did. But someone then put a thing saying they found thousands of cell phones in the river. I'm like, come on. You know, it hasn't been that long since it was drained, you know, historically, let's say. And it just I thousands. Say, like I said, I want to say it was like it's no more than seven years. 2003. Ah, seven so, years. Yeah, and so I'm thinking, I, I wrote back, is this a joke? And somebody else wrote back, oh, no, it's not a joke. And he linked me to this article by Sarah Tooley, and it's in the uh, uh, Orange County Register online. And it says that Disneyland last drained its rivers of America seven years ago, so workers found a lot of accumulated stuff when it drained green dyed water in January. But the most unusual item by far was... A computer tower. Oh, so it did say computer tower because somewhere later it's somebody pointed me to something else and it, it said a different thing. So, um, yeah, so you're seems, wrong when you're explaining this to us. To earlier before we went on, uh, yes. Just checking. And, I, and you'll see when I get to the other part why. Oh, I uh, said Dan Chambers, a project manager at Disneyland. Workers aren't sure how the plastic box for plugs and discs got into the water path around Tom Cherry's Island. So when I read a plastic box for plugs and discs. I'm thinking like a boom box, ghetto blaster, thing like that, uh, which seemed to make sense because sometimes when there's work being done or you got the craptastic kids in the back sleeping with Davy Crockett and all those guys, uh, you know, things go on. I could see something like that happening. But a computer tower, that does seem odd. Um, unless someone, you know, a maintenance service guy just finally says, you know, I'm tired of this piece of crap. I'm tossing it in the water. But you would think something like that would go missing, you know, a, a property tag on a computer would show yeah the computer's not here anymore who knows but whatever are we sure it was a disney computer it you know that it doesn't say but again who walks in through the park gates with a tower a laptop if they said they found a laptop in there i wouldn't be surprised but a computer tower i don't think it can't all right i don't think it was a uh a computer tower i think it was uh well 
the possibility is very easy because if you're doing, let's say they're doing a show program, whether it's Fantasmic or uh, when they did the uh, Tiana show up there or any other number of shows that they do along the river, they do have their, they bring a desktop system generally out there because they're sitting up and programming it. If somebody gets careless, one of those things could have uh, fallen in the river. Same thing when they were doing the uh, setup for putting the pirates on the island with the audio animatronics. They're going to be—they actually go out there. You, Greg, you've seen them when they set up a little table and they got their desktop systems and they're program, programming I, I, the audio I would, animatronics. Yeah, back in the uh, '80s and '90s, I would think today they would probably be going out there with laptops. But regardless, no, not necessarily. But I mean, somebody just could have gotten careless, and that was right. that. But, but regardless, they're saying they don't know how it got there. Yes, you would think if it was a Disney computer, they would say, "Oh." You know, we dumped one of our show computers in there by accident. But anyways, they're saying some of the other fun stuff that was found was half a canoe from Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoe Ride. Uh, plastic swords, no surprise there, right? Yeah. Mardi Gras beads, uh, items, uh, the items were part of Tiana's showboat Jubilee, a show on the Mark Twain Riverboat in the fall. Again, uh, not unexpected. Hundreds of cellular phones and walkie-talkies. The funny thing was the post that made me question this said thousands, and here it is. Uh, and black and white hundreds. Now, nine hundreds could be close to the thousand, but it doesn't say this. It says hundreds. Uh, hundreds of baby pacifiers. Again, no no real big surprise there. Mickey hats, no surprise. Sunglasses. Hey, you know, I lost a pair of glasses in there. So I yeah, I was there for that. <laughs> yeah. Chambers said there was a rumor that a bowling ball was found, but that was false. Uh, Richard told us earlier that that was true. According to this report, that is false. Workers also discovered a bunch of fish, including koi, which were relocated to the Bear Creek area, another body of water. Some of those fish are have now made their way to the moat around Sleeping Beauty's castle. Oysters and clamshells also accumulated in the river. The eggs are carried on ducks' feet, so fish and other creatures end up growing up in the river, said Kim Irvine, art director for Walt Disney Imagineering. And- wait, 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 wait. What was that again? Because I seem to recall saying that. No, I think you said in the feathers. I don't think. Yes, you, no. you said feathers. Well, regardless, I said the ducks. <laughs> you, you were you were uh, wrong. Feathers no. versus feet, big difference. No. Uh, you were in the Boy Scouts. You should know that feathers and wait, feet. That's a big wait difference. Wait a second. Hold on. I said the ducks carry them, regardless if it's the feathers or the feet. You said <laughs> no. no. You I, okay? You did not say regardless. You're no, no, pretty no. adamant that the eggs are on the feathers. Hang on. You guys just mind holding on for a few seconds? I'm listening to your bullshit. Listen to mine for a few minutes. Okay. I said the ducks carry them. Yes, I did say feathers because that's how it was explained to me. But regardless of whether it was feathers or feet, I said the ducks brought them on board. I said they even crapped it out sometimes too. And you said bullshit. There's no way a duck's going to come in. And we even had somebody come in and say they're a biology teacher and there's no way – the eggs can be transported by ducks. Well, I think what we were saying Uh-oh. is that we didn't believe you, and I still don't. And I don't necessarily believe an art an art director knows either. I'm going to go with the biology teacher. Well, but, you know, I, I would I, more I likely be able to. Where we got the information from was. And we know, you know what? Nobody really cares. Game. That was months ago. No, I care because it came from a fish and game. Uh, person from the county or state. I can't remember. All right, whatever. When the rivers were last drained in 2003, crews found a toaster, and this is the one I love, a full bottle of rum. A full bottle of rum? Wouldn't that float? (laughs) Oh, well, you tell me. There were full bottles of uh, drink with the Titanic, and they didn't 
bobble to the top. They managed to stay down there. Yeah, but weren't they down in the uh, wine? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was stuck down in the muck. Who knows? But this is what they're saying. Uh, the Rivers of America is scheduled to be refilled Monday. Attractions are set to open later in May. Uh, employees got a chance Wednesday to tour the empty river, which has been boarded up since it was emptied January 4th. Around Disney, AroundDisney.com was also invited to take a tour. Check back in the coming days for details about what's coming to the Disneyland Rivers. So, interesting, fun, whatever little article. And uh, let's uh, move on. We have, I'm just taking a quick look at the slideshow from AroundDisney.com here. That's nice. So, <laughs> now, you know, here's something I forgot to mention. You know, Richard and I were recently in Vegas. And I'm just, this is a public service announcement, okay? Um, I'm just going to warn anybody that spends time with Richard, Shaft, whatever. Uh, if, if he has a bottle of soda, do not set anything expensive around him or inexpensive. Uh, make sure he keeps the bottle cap on when he's not uh, inserting in into his hole because um, he's filth. <laughs> <laughs> he spilled all over my camera. Luckily, I had a bunch of napkins there right away to mop it up. And I've never seen someone That's, look, now look I, like he felt so bad. Uh, now your paranoid, just, your paranoidness about the uh, about the camera at the banquet has a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. I was understanding to it. Aspire to keep his beer away from my camera. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so this is a public service announcement, and uh, it has been carried out. <laughs> All right, nice. Westfest. Uh, Westfest started uh, what Thursday? Uh, some people were in town early. Uh, Chris was here. Chris from the Big D. What was what? that? Uh, uh, are you sitting outside, Richard? Yes, I'm outside here, looking at beautiful downtown Disney. Nice. That was a little, that was a little pocket rocket that went down the uh, street here. You're not looking at downtown Disney. You're not. There. Actually, I am. I'm sitting here on on the computer looking at these pictures of downtown <laughs> Disney. Whatever. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Chris. No, I'm actually here in beautiful downtown Anaheim. So. You are not in downtown Anaheim. Don't lie. I'm only, I'm only about a mile away from downtown Anaheim. Oh no, you're significantly farther. Downtown Anaheim is Harbor and what? Uh, Harbor and uh, hey, Lincoln. If if Greg okay, can say so his Harbor, studio, I'm closer to downtown Anaheim and downtown. Wait a second, Harbor to Euclid's I, a mile. Euclid to Brookhurst so. is a mile. Brookhurst to Magnolia, three miles. You're at least three miles from downtown Anaheim. Yes, I'm about um, about two and a half to three miles from downtown Anaheim, and I'm about three miles from da- three three and a half miles from downtown Disney. Now, how far is Greg from the beach at his beachfront studio? A little less than three miles. And, hmm. I, can, and I can smell the ocean. So put that in your pipe and drink, smoke it. Your, your drink hole that spills. In, uh, <laughs> your drink hole that spills. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, uh, Chris from the Big D was here early, and a uh, friend of mine invited us up to the studio, and we got to. Which studio? Uh, I'm sorry. The Disney 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 ABC Studios in in Burbank, California. Okay. So we drove up there early, and I told him we I took him to the Gamble House first, which is an old green and green uh, arts and crafts house built in 1908 for the uh, Gambles of Procter and Gamble. It was going to be their retirement home, uh, custom furniture. You know, beautiful house. It was used as Doc Brown's house in the third Back to the Future movie. 
Um, they had offered the caretakers of the, the home to allow them to shoot inside. And the crews came and looked, and they're like, no, no. We would destroy this house. You know, the crew, you know, film crews are just, by nature, um, rough on things. So they passed, and they, you know, did somewhat of a artistic view of the inside for the, the sets for Doc Brown's interior shots. Okay. So we went up there, and we didn't do a tour because the tours didn't start till later. And I showed them where the, the Rose Bowl's literally over the hill from there. Uh, Frank Lloyd House, Frank Lloyd Wright House is steps away from there also. Uh, so we walked around the house, took a bunch of pictures, and then headed over uh, to Imagineering. And we're in Pasadena. We pass that old famous bridge that's in uh, Roger Rabbit um, and a bunch of other films. It's in Pasadena, Pasadena over, I'm not actually sure if it's over a gorge or river or what, but you know, it's this old. Old it's bridge, a Royal Thank you. And so then we headed over to uh, uh, Imaginary, and we hadn't eaten. We we just wanted to get out of L.A. and it took us about forty minutes. We hit some traffic, and uh, we saw Del Taco. And Chris is like, "I've never eaten at a Del Taco." You didn't take it to Del Taco. <laughs> yes, I did. He oh. says, he, he'd never eaten at a Del Taco, so he got uh, a little carne asada taco or something, and went back for a churro. Yeah, figured it was going to be a lot cheaper than a Disneyland churro. And uh, I had a bad quesadilla that my heart doctor told me not to eat, but I ate anyways. And, and that's what we... Do you have a heart uh, doctor? Well, I yeah. Remember, we went through this a while ago. When oh, I that's right. A, okay, okay. had a checkup. Um, so, so regardless, we he, he got to try out uh, Del Taco. So from there, we drove over to Imaginary and just pretty much drove around. I showed them where DreamWorks was, uh, where animation was for a period when they got kicked out of the studio for a while, uh, where all the buildings were, showed them where the Pee Wee Herman uh, airport slash bus station is. Uh-huh. Just, you know, kind of a good time. So, you know, there's where the monorail was built. There's a Maple building. There's there's this, there's that. And we drove by the ABC building there. The That's where they do the, the local ABC news is right there also, uh, right off the freeway. And then we drove over to the – we were real early. We were supposed to meet our guy at 1230 and drove him around the studio, explained to him, you know, where um, the back lot used to be, where the old entrance was. And we were still – Ahead of schedule, and I—that's when I called you and said, "You know, where's, where's uh, Warner Brothers? Where's Warner Brothers? Yeah, just to make sure I didn't go off in the wrong direction." And we drove by there, and uh, pretty much had you know just shooting the breeze, and then went over and checked into the uh, the parking lot over at the animation building uh, by ABC. And so that was cool. And we spent basically just spent the time kind of sitting around bullshitting. I went to the archives, went down in the. Uh, um, animation building and I asked this person I said is the the, the uh, multi-plane camera down still down there he says you want to go down there I'm like yeah maybe later but I, you know part of the multi-plane camera is in the Frank Wells building and I guess uh, camera number I don't know if that one's number two or number one but one of the other one is up in whichever numbers they are no. as, at, as at the Disney Family Museum oh that's a, a good place for it yeah a bunch of people or- told me they, they saw it up there so. For cl- clarification, you're talking about the animation building that's on the studio lot, not the animation building that's across the street by the ABC building. 
Well, I consider them all the same lot now, but yes, the old animation building is... The original uh, animation building. Correct, correct. Now, it's funny, as I was talking to Kilpoy about this, you know, that we were up there, because they were up there recently, too, with Margaret, Margaret Carey, and um, this is something either I've never heard before or I've heard and dismissed or forgotten. Uh, he insisted that the studio was designed so it can also be a hospital in case the studio failed it it had another use i had never heard that before no, i never, never heard, heard that either that that is a very very old story um that goes back saying that walt walt's dad always said if you if you know always plan for backups just in case some one thing doesn't work you can go for another one that's always been an old story about the animation building because you have the two main buildings in the center with the eight wings surrounding it. It works perfectly as a hospital as well. The My personal thought, and I kind of got my thoughts from a couple of people that knew Walt at the time that uh, uh, were giving the tours way back when, is he, that might have been in there. But he would never even admit that to himself. It was always meant to be successful. It was going to be a studio no matter what. So, But it's interesting because that building is built with earthquake standards that hadn't yet been in, you know, created yet. That's actually, you look at it with the, with the main building in the center with the eight wings, there's brass uh, brackets that hold those buildings together. So it can flex and everything in earthquakes. It's an amazing building for the period it was built in. I don't have any knowledge on the earthquake potential of, or you know, whatever that building. I don't brass brackets alone don't make it an earthquake building. But I looked at it from the point that I, you know, architecturally knowing what is now required for um, I, what I forgot what what is that? There's I I can't remember what the acronym right now. Uh, oh, Oshpod. Uh, if you work in uh, hospital work, uh, uh, the agency that kind of over that I forgot what it all stands for but even back for when that thing was built it doesn't look like to me the hallways are wide enough the doors are wide enough you know that would it, it would have ever been built with the possibility lots of double wide doors entering to yeah. each to each wing is well like there are, the double wide doors are there but it, but anyways regardless that's that's not the important part of the story we're standing kind of in the middle of the animation building and just chit chat and we'd spent almost 3 hours in the commissary just talking, saying hi as, you know, people saw the guy we knew and, you know, cards are exchanged, networking's going on, blah, 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 right? It's all about networking, who you know and who you blow and all that kind of stuff. So, well, um, and there were some interesting old pictures hanging there of what the commissary used to look like. Because I was even telling the person I was with, I thought, wow, this has changed since I was here last. You know, the commissaries that had a rehab, there was a, uh, I forgot what the, uh, it's like the China, pick up sticks or no Panda Panda Express. Panda Express there. is there, yeah. So, anyways, we're we're we went by the Roy O building too, and it's a man, that building's a pile of crap now. It, it it really needs some work. It's supposedly infested with uh, critters, rats, things like that. Uh, the lobby looked pretty nice. It had a little Roy O kind of tribute type thing and a bunch of uh, like posters up for Prince of Persia. The big cardboard things, you know, for uh, was it? Prince of Persia was in there. Tron was in there. I think Oceans was set up in there and some little statue to Roy and all that. It was kind of nice. And it's covered with ivy or vines or something. You know, it just doesn't look like the building that I remember from the last time I was there. But um, 
so we're, again, we're standing in the middle of the building. We're just chit-chatting. We're looking at the list of who's got offices in the building and talking about it. And this old dude walks by us. I didn't even bat an eye. I'm just chatting. And Chris is like, dude, did you see who that is? <laughs> so, like, sounds like him, dude. Yeah. I'm like, no. He says, it's Stan Lee. And I look. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. You know, sure wasn't. We didn't say anything to him. You know, the, the dude we were with knows him, says, you know, we could have stopped him. But it's like, no, don't, you know, that's not what we're here for. Don't bother him. And we, he goes all the way to the end of the build, to the uh, east end of the building, opens the door, kind of murmurs something to himself, turns around, walks all the way past us again, and out the other end. I'm 100% sure he forgot where he parked his car or was not paying attention to which way he went when he came down the stairs because there's no only parking the one end of that building it's on the uh west end uh so i thought that was kind of funny we we had a good good chuckle about uh about that and we went up to the different floors just looked around just you know uh, fairly non-intrusive just peeking around looking but then uh at, at one point you know like i said we've been walking all over the studio we were talking about the tunnel between the two buildings. He says, yeah, it's still there. He says, it's the alias tunnel. I'm like, what? He says, yeah, Abrams used it for alias. You know, they always yeah. went down in the tunnel. He said they used that tunnel for alias. And yeah, this, this, Interesting. And he, I was going to say, this is the tunnel between the animation building and paint. Uh, ink, uh, and paint yeah. ink and paint, yeah. Well, the building actually says camera on it, uh, right. I think. But, yes, it's the, it's that tunnel though that's the the point going underneath the two wasn't really the point they used they used the point going down from the uh, uh camera building which is where hollywood record uh, is now we sat in hollywood record lobby took some pictures in there i put them all on facebook so we look like players in the hollywood uh hollywood mm-hmm. records building uh and it, you know we were standing around like by the frank wells building which is a odd interesting building i guess you could say I, i'm not real crazy about the scheme, the paint scheme, and other than that, it's just an office building, you know. Uh, though that's where the uh, we saw the uh, multiplane camera, and that we played around in the archives for a while. And there's a Starbucks in that building too, which was kind of cool. We stopped. Is there a Starbucks in there now? Yeah, there. We, he said that's been used in a few shows also, uh, where they're at a Starbucks. You know, they're right there. But anyways, we're on the backside. Oh, by the way, I'm on the Disney ABC Television Group website right now, and you were talking about Matt looking like a guy from yes. Uh, was it Modern Family? Yes. Yeah, it flashed by, and I'm like, whoa, is Matt on this page? You could, you could see it. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt the Esquire looks like... And, the, and you said they're trying gay, to deny it, right? I don't, it's no, the I gay, don't. Dude, gay dude on Modern Family, right? Yeah, one of the two, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he looks like him, uh, <laughs> which is kind of eerie in a way. A little bigger, a little heavier, uh, but, I mean, not that Matt's a petite guy or anything, but no. <laughs> this, this dude looks a little bigger. But anyways, on the back side of... Um, um, the Frank Wells building, uh, he asked us, uh, do you watch Flash Forward? And we're like, yeah, we watch it. He says, you know the hospital? Yeah. Turn around. Fuck! Back of the building is the hospital. Back of the Frank Over by, by the loading dock there? Yep, that's the hospital. In fact, we were watching it uh, the last episode, and there was a like a car turned over or something. You know, she got warned by the guy that played Baltar on Battlestar. Uh, not- John Calicos? Or no, no, no. You're, you're talking about the new Battlestar. New Battlestar, I'm sure. New Battlestar. Yes. I, if, I would never, in this age and time, ever refer to Battlestar 
and mean the original. <laughs> it's it's almost like it doesn't exist anymore. Um, the new one was so good, it makes the one the old one look worse than it already was. But regardless, uh, we were standing on that curb where this little accident was, which was kind of cool. And what what once again odd that used to be the something wicked this way comes, and you know some back lot area. And there's another. He says, "Well, there's this. This is a studio right here too." And I'm looking. I'm like, "That's an office building." I can see. He says, "No, no. no. Let's go around the corner a little bit." And ha- it's like half office, half or more than half a studio. And they were striking some set. And then there was a uh, a building that they had facades on, sort of like 20th Century Fox was. Remember how they built the facades on the outside of the sound stages? It was the street that had character and shops, and not currently being used for anything. But uh, so we just cruised around the lot. And because uh, we we had met him at the ABC building, and not where he he works in the Frank Wells building, but um, we had met him at the ABC building. It's funny, so we we parked. They gave us parking passes, this little thing to clip on our shirts, and uh, couldn't find a space. There's not very much parking on top, so we went down like four levels. I'm not sure how many more there were, but we were at four, and there were still places to drive down. We finally found a parking spot. Came up, came to the lobby, asked for the person. I said I called the cell phone. Or his, his, his office phone, he's not answering. He says, well, he's in the Frank Wells building. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing here then? Why am I in the ABC building? I turn around, the guy comes walking around the corner. He just got done with a meeting. He said, that's why he had us meet him there. Um, so he's like, after we went upstairs, she's like, take those badges off. He says, you'd stand out like a sore thumb. No one ever questioned us once we were on the lot. Um, and they've got this cool little bridge that goes over, you know, from the ABC building over to the... Uh, uh, Disney lot, which was kind of cool. And this this walkway that's now got all this um, solar panels on it. I, and they've got this little plaque about their solar, this or that, you know. Some some bogus stuff. But anyways, so that, that was kind of cool. And we walked, looked around a little bit in the ABC building. I noticed the ABC name isn't on the building anymore. And he was telling me there was some kind of hoo-ha-ha or something about you know, the, the name of the building there and where it's being seen. And I noticed that, too, where the the building where Disney Channel is, there you, you used to be able to see the sign the, up the, in the building. The one the one farther down the road, the glass yeah, the one? one? Yeah, the one that's kind of green and Yeah, yeah, beige, okay, yeah, and that's actually by, in Glendale, yeah. Yeah, down by uh, Warner, Warner Brothers. And at least from the side we're on, I remember it saying Disney Channel on both sides. Yeah. It, it, you can't even see a Disney Channel uh, thing, but what what I also noticed there must be Disney offices over there also, because we noticed and we noticed this over first at Imagineering. Then we noticed it around the studio. They had all these little like say shuttle stops. They have little Mickey ears on them, where you know you don't have to get in your car. You can just if you need to run here or run there. They've just got little shuttles running around to all their you know different places and side of lights and and all that, which was which was kind of cool. You know, we were hoping to see some ADR. He had taken a friend up there the day before. A couple days before, and they were doing ADR for uh, uh, Flash Forward. But as we walked by, the red lights were flashing, and it said Tron. And he didn't know anybody in there doing the Tron one. So I was like, bummer. That would have been that, cool. Was that over at uh, the Disney? Yes. No, I'm talking about is that over at the theater or in the. Uh, ne- next to the theater. The theater. Next door been, to it there. Yeah, the theaters, I guess he told me, has been redone since I've been there um, last. But. That was kind of cool. And then there was this the, one of the old little bungalows, you know, that Richard knows which one I'm talking about. You might remember it, too. He says they constantly use that. They'll take everything out of it. And they've, they've used it as like an office and flash forward uh, inside of a bungalow and lost and, you know, done a bunch of 
Is this over by the old mail room and the uh, Disney uh-huh. store there? Yeah, exactly, right there. Yeah, and I was surprised to see that the store had moved. There's a gymnasium now, or a health, excuse me, a health center. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's what's funny. He bumped into somebody he knew, and the guy had been there from uh, the ABC building where they film, or I should say tape, uh, there's an All My Children, or so one of the daytime soaps, but he was only on property because his name had come up finally to get in the health center. Not everybody's allowed in the health center. You know, it's like you sign up, and they, they want to keep it not too crowded, so I guess only so many, you know, are uh, in at once, so they have to wait till someone quits or, you know, decides they don't want to be healthy anymore, whatever their, you know, their story is. Uh, what I was surprised to see is the water. Now, tell me, Richard and Mike, because Mike was back there then too. Did I am I remembering incorrectly, or did there not used to be a reflection pond in front of the Team Disney building? There used to be many, 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 many before they put the parking lot underneath it. I want to say, yeah, exactly. the park, the parking lot was underneath it, and in fact, the the reflecting pond was a waterfall that went down through the parking levels down below. But then they took it out and made that the Legends Plaza. Yeah, I did notice that all the legends were over there, and like there's a. There's a partner statue, the uh, the Roy statue, like at Disney World on the bench is over there, uh, and all the legend stuff. And then the thing that used to be a security gate, I think, was the credit union uh, satellite office, or there was something in there like that. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of things had, had changed uh, quite a bit, and then a lot of things were familiar. You know, the, all the... Um, you know the staff shops, uh, carpentry shops, the the sound stages. They were breaking down uh, uh, the sets for Flash Forward while we were walking by the what I'm just going to call the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea uh, stage three stage. Yeah, so they were breaking Flash Forward down there, and so yeah, we it was kind of cool. Got to see a lot, and you know, Chris, of course, you know, we we didn't take any cameras with us. He said we could, but you know, we. We thought, you know, we'll just look like some doofuses, and then he. Oh yeah, that you know. talk about not blending in. Exactly. So we used our our iPhones a lot, take a snapshot, and then then our buddy would say, "Hey, you want me to take a picture in front of here?" And sometimes we'd decline, and then there was a lost poster. Okay, we'll do that. You want a picture here? Okay, fine, we'll do that. You know. So he was encouraging taking pictures more than we were, and he had just like a little a pocket a point and shoot, which I was going to bring Karen's, and I totally forgot to ask her. I thought. That would be unobtrusive, right? Just keep that in your pocket. Uh, so we, um, by then it was time to go to the Jimmy Kimmel show. So we met our, our friend over there in front of the uh, El Capitan because it's, it's filmed or taped. Uh, you know, it seems like film is just easier, easier to say. It's, it's filmed. It's, you know. In front of a live audience. It's, however you want to call it. Yeah, it is, it is um, a film for the lack of a better, you know. Thing that, uh, and right, yeah, right next door to the El Cap. There, well, it's not next door. It's actually in the El Cap uh, um, building. I mean, it's it's well, uh, it's it's all the part of the building, but it's just to the uh, west side of the entrance of the theater. There. Well, it is for the normal people, but we went to the green room. So, oh, excuse uh, me. <laughs> yes, yes, you're, yes, you're right. I, I've I've been upstairs in the in the theater complex there too many times. So, yeah, yeah, I've never been. I've been into the El Capitan, but I. Uh, and when I went for Dinosaur, um, some of the areas that you co- we used to come out to where they did all the displays is now, I guess, where the, the Jimmy Kimmel show and, and stuff is done. But yeah. uh, he was explaining to me that it was a hotel at one time way back. So it's a big – when they bought the building or the El Capitan or whatever the arrangement is, they, there's a lot of space there that 
they, you know, it's a gain control of. So uh, as we were walking up, he, he told us to meet us by this alley, you know, and I'm like alley, I don't remember any alley, but there was this alley that we, you know, walked around. And uh, as we were coming up to give our name, to get our little, little wrist thing, they're like, uh, can you move to the side? You know, we have talent or guests or something. <laughs> nice. Something coming. You know, it's funny. They only did it because that particular talent or guest that was walking through was Obama's brother-in-law. Because I noticed when the other talent walked through, they didn't make sure people were out of the way. Like there was this little, what would you call it, Richard, the, the, the velvet rope. They had like a yeah. velvet rope. We were in the green room. So once we were in the green room, there's this little velvet rope. And they'd put it up only when Obama's brother-in-law was coming around. And he had like three or four guys with him. Never really quite figured out if they were Secret Service or they were just, you know, a private thug group. You know, protection. Private thug group, nice. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, the reason I say that is because, and don't take this wrong, but you see the guys that walk around with, let's say, uh, Farrakhan or what's the other guy with the funny hair? Sharpton, right? Sharpton. <laughs> funny hair, Sharpton. Who, who's visiting the great state of Arizona this week, I understand. You know the kind of security <laughs> you see around him, well, right? Well, you've seen 30 Rock, right? No. Oh, okay. And, you know, you've seen the Secret Service. To me, the guys didn't look like what I think of Secret Service, unless Obama's brought a lot of color into the Secret Service and that, you know, people who who watch or who guard people of color now match, you know, so they blend in. I don't know, but I'm just saying that everybody around him was... African American descent, rather than there was no white dudes with him, What's and they the just name of that group Blackwater, and they just <laughs> didn't look like what I think of Secret Security or Secret Service. Like when we were in Washington, and we saw all of the the Secret Service and all the security details, Karen's like they look like they're all cut out of the same mold. You know, their pants fit the same, their 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 polo shirts fit the same. It's like literally like they're broken out of molds, like on V. Maybe they're growing them. Um, someone's laid an egg somewhere and they're growing little, little guys. But, um, but anyways, he, uh, you know, we're, so we're sitting in the green room and I, I, I mean, I know what a green room is, but you know, of course the, the stars or the, the guests never mingled uh, with us though. The band kept going back and forth, getting a lot of drinks. I, sometimes you wonder how these guys perform, but, um, there were some band groupies there or friends. And there was a girl that looked like Vanessa Hudgens, but better looking, but you know, and we looked at it. We kept looking over there, like, no, this girl has breasts. And Vanessa, according to the picture I saw floating around the internet, does not, um, per se. But this girl, she was pretty hot, and every all of us kept like looking over at her, going, "Oh, what's the deal here?" But w- what I was warned about is if you don't go eat or drink, sometimes there's no food. I swear, I'd see the girl go by with food. I'd wait a second, go over there. And all the meat would be gone. You know, there'd be veggies and other stuff. And, so much for uh, the vegetarian theory between actors. Eh? Oh, yeah. No. Well, <laughs> the, the, the joke was as soon as she eats, she's going to go throw up in the bathroom. But, <laughs> but uh, he was telling me that one band that was there, the groupies in the band literally drank the bar dry before the night was over. And it's only an hour show. You know, we were there maybe an hour early. Uh, just hanging, you know, hanging in the room. And of course, like I said, that you saw the stars come in, but they just go to their dressing room, get their makeup. But uh, Julie Bowden uh, was one of the three. You know, if you can call it three guests, you had 
two guests in a band. And uh, they had her come into the green room. So here comes the camera crew. They're going to have her walk past the people in the green room and then up into the, the uh, stage. And I had either gone up to use the restroom or gone over to get a drink. I don't remember what, but I came back. I think I had food in my hand, so I, I must have went and grabbed some food. There's somebody sitting in my seat. They had a seat filler. They put a big boob girl right next to Chris. So if you see the screenshot that's on my Facebook or you watch the episode that we were on, the camera goes right by Chris, right by the big boob girl, and half of our benefactor. So I would have been, and then I was next to him, and, but the camera, you know, it cut off the time they uh, um, got there. I tell you, that girl is gorgeous. Thin, and you know, you got, you got an instant perspective of what a person looks like in person and what a person looks like on TV. You know, the instant addition of a few pounds, let's say. Uh, but she was still pretty damn good looking. I, I got to say that. You know, because some of them don't look so good when you see them. And she came in. So we saw her before makeup and after makeup and all that, you know. And, uh, no, pretty pretty classy, good looking chick. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, so that we, Chris had a good day. You know, showed our, our foreign neighbor a good time in Hollywood. And we actually did finally get to Hollywood because, you know, Disney Studios not in Hollywood, but we, we made it there. Uh, and, you know, we were enjoying the architecture of the area around the studios because there's some really nice homes and uh, things. And I was told, too, this was interesting. A lot of the homes, you know, on the backside of the studio where um, the um, all the back lot used to be. Yeah. A good number of those homes, I guess, now are either leased or owned by Disney so they can use them if, you know, executives are in town and things like that. Yeah, uh, I had heard that they did that for uh, when they had actors and everything coming in since they had, rather than have hotels. Yeah, it seems to make some sense. And I, you know, because I kept thinking, I wonder who lives here. I mean, what would it have been like to have, you know, not that Disney would be a noisy studio per se, uh, but when certain types of work are going on, it's just no- noisy. And you can't really see over the fences, the way the houses are situated. You know, there's a good differential between the homes and, and the back of the studio. But again, just to have lived around there when some of the work was going on, the back lot stuff, uh, I, I would find interesting. It's like, you know, where, where some of those people live in Universal City, they can see down in Universal Studios. You know, I'd be out there with my, you know, uh, long glass like in uh, uh, 10 when, you know, he's watching the people in their other homes, you know, watching uh, what's going on uh, on the lot. So so we had a really good time, uh, you know, and I, you know, my friend thought, you know, what's he going to see? going to really like driving in a circle around WDI. But, yeah, he did because now we can say he knows where the magic was made. No, we didn't get to go in. But from, Did they have like that back warehouse door open so you can see it from the street or anything? No, they didn't really have that. But I, at a point, I got a call from my grandmother's caretaker. I'm like, crap. You know, this was like a year from the last time she was in the hospital. I missed a lot of West Fest. Um, but just had to take care of a few phone calls. So we're sitting in the 1401 parking lot. And so when I got done, I said, you know, model shops over there, you know, Maple's over there. The bowling alley thing was there. There's the shop, you know, across the street was this. And there's some new building going on around there. And I showed him how, you know, where all the Mickey or uh, the name tag looking um, numbers. Building numbers, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a Disney building. And uh, he had never seen the R&D with the Mickey or with the, you know, Walt script. We down by the ABC studio. Uh, where they do the the news and stuff, uh, there's R and D over there. No, that was pretty cool. So, 
so you know, he, I think I showed him a pretty good time, and you know, we didn't you know exactly see a whole lot in the studio, but just walking around. You know, it's not like a universal by any means. So, uh, but he was telling me where you know all the different stuff is filmed. You know, when they do stuff on property where there are other buildings are, where they do like the soaps and, you know, where this show's done. So it was just kind of fun hearing, you know, all the little kind of inside stuff and, 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 you know, it wasn't about who, you know, who you blow and all that. It was just, just some dudes talk, sort of like this, you know, we could have recorded when we were walking around, it would have been this kind of conversation. Uh, it wasn't like a bunch of, you know, fanboys going off. So sure. But, you know, he, he'd point out things like, you know, well, this is where this is filmed. Like we said, the back of the building for Flash Forward is, or uh, the Frank Wells building is the Flash Forward Hospital, things like that. You know, you're thinking, well, that makes perfect sense. You know, why not? You know, you've got it, uh, flaunt it, you know. So. All right, so what day was that, Wednesday? So that was Wednesday. So then uh, Thursday starts off West Fest, West Fest with the uh, the Lost Bar Meet, uh, I I don't. I don't remember which show of mine hosted that, but it was one of my shows. Um, <laughs> I lost track. One of my many shows. And that was pretty good. I think we had. You counted. What was there about fifty? I got, to, I got up to forty-two. Okay, and after you counted, a few other people rolled up late, like um, uh, Pete, and so no. may, so I'll say forty-five. You know, forty-five, forty-six. Now there was one table of people I didn't know was with us, and then I found out they were with us. Uh, when a couple of us went over and sat with them, but they kind of like stayed to the side. Um, so maybe they weren't really with us, but they were with somebody that was with us. So maybe you could not count those. Who's, who is that? Um, I don't remember who they were, but I remember somebody going to sit down there and said, "Oh, are they with us?" Well, they said they were with you know they're with him. You know, I I don't like I I was I was like I do sometimes forget names of some people. And we were at the studio, and Chris, is, Chris did that line from uh, Ocean's Eleven. You know, uh, you know, thanks for the thing with the guy in the place, and then you know, when, okay. when, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it was one of those things. I know uh, they were there. They were sitting over. You know, if you're looking at the Lost Bar, and to the left of the big double doors, there were two tables. Yes, they were at the first. I, table. I saw Brian Summer talking to a couple of them as I was leaving. Okay, so that was the table I'm talking about. So if you didn't count that table, they were pseudo with us, you know. It, you know, if we were actually competing for numbers, I would say count them. But <laughs> since not really, don't doesn't really matter. I don't think I saw any of them the rest of the weekend that I can yeah, no kidding. can recall. But there were some people there for that night that had come in, I think, for like Wednesday and Thursday. And they were driving back to Arizona Friday because uh, the kid had a prom or something. So, you know, it was nice that they sh- they came, even though it was a short period of time, they drove in. Uh, you know, they came, they saw, and uh, went on. So that was kind of nice. Uh, and I, I think I made about 50 buttons, and I didn't come home with that many. So, you know, it was right around, like you said, that 40, probably 45 number is probably fairly accurate. Um, and I... I didn't close the shop. I mean, there were still people there, but I it was dwindling when I left. Most and, people were bailing. And what time was that? I think it was probably around 12. Okay. And uh, so... I, I know I yeah. rolled it like 11. Yeah, and I was worried about, you know, I, I'd eaten um, the Esquire, and I'd sat there and, and ate, and I forgot to get my parking thing stamped, but luckily they were... They were closed. They were closed when I left. They were closed <laughs> at that point. So that, that was good. Uh, so then let's see what we got. Uh, Friday then was rabble rousers. Well, you know, there was a meet earlier in the day, but you know, the first two days are supposed to be those days 
with nothing to do except at night. You know, these are the days to yourself, yet someone held a meet in the middle of the day. I went and to that meet, by the way. How was it? We had, uh, there was, you were there, so you can describe that there part. There was 30-plus people okay. showed up. and not, not bad for a you know midweek day. And right. the host had uh, trivia questions. But, you about, know, about the show? His own show, yes. Oh, his show. Okay. Not not the Aladdin show, but his show. Correct. And he had like 10 prizes. Did, was he able to give them all away? Yes, he was. Okay. So he's got uh, at least 10, 10 viewers. Well, okay. Now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I no, it's a, it's, a valid, it's a valid statement because I won a prize. Because, you don't watch his show, right? Uh, no. But the guy next to me got the, pro- the question half right and... It wasn't right enough to get the to get the to win the prize, but since he got, you know, it was a fifty fifty answer, and he answered wrong, I jumped in with the second one. Oh, you so you figured it out? Basically. Yeah. Well, the question was, you know, what was the what was the very last park I've I've uh, I visited, right? Because you know he's been to every park. He's been to all eleven global Disney parks. The host. Yes. Yes. Okay. We've heard about that a few yeah. times. Yeah. All right. So, you know, the question was, which was the very last park I visited? And Disney Trooper yells out. You know, Paris Disneyland. And he gets his attention. He goes, oh, not right. I go, Disney Studios Paris. They're very good. Here's a keychain. <laughs> so, okay. you know, yeah. that kind of a thing. But, I, you know, I watched Aladdin. You know, it was fun watching with a bunch of people that you know. And um, the genie was uh, was in rare form that day. He had lots of I, lots of good jokes. I have not seen that show in a while. while. I guess it is closing soon, right? So maybe I should go over <laughs> August, one right? more time. August, so I've got a little time. Yeah, uh, so it was so, it was funny. It was fun to see. And, um, that was well, one fifty was the show time. So two thirty, we were done. Um, so at that point, went over to Disneyland, uh, rode one ride, and then went to dinner at the barbecue. Yeah, I, I would. I wanted to go to that, and quite frankly, I was still making buttons. Um, <laughs> really. Up- Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I designed the, I'd already designed the midnight cruise down the rivers of of adventure, and I stamped a few of those in the morning, finished them up. But I hadn't even started the design for the uh, Greg and Abe meet, and I thought, crap, I gotta get this done. I'm not gonna have any time the next day, so I left later than I'd planned to, and ro- rolled in just about in time for Rebel Rouse. Yes, I would have been a little earlier, but. Damn bag check. Did you get the anal uh, cavity search? <laughs> bag oh, man, check. I was ready to beat that old bitch to a pulp. <laughs> yeah, I got your message that you uh, had your body cavity search going on you out know, there. You that's, know, that's, okay. that's not what I said. I said I was detained, questioned, and released. <laughs> I, I used the body, body cavity. Yes, I know you analogy. did, because we, we've joked about that. About You know, shoot, I guess I should have been a uh, I was stopped, harassed, detained, and then released about my camera bag. I, I guess I should have been a person on the no-fly list and try to go to Dubai, because that guy actually got on the plane. Well, okay, you know, here's the funny thing: is that I, I don't. Funny is a bad choice of words. It's just one of those annoying. One of those annoyances for Disneyland. For example, Saturday, you know, I'm both Friday and Saturday. I'm carrying a bunch of swag in a backpack, along with a freaking laptop computer, a video camera, and a, and a bunch of crap. Right? Never, never once questioned. Never once nothing. Saturday, uh, I guess, uh, you know, Lo uh, was bringing all the swag for her meet that she was hosting and got gratuitous verbal abuse. 
and was denied entry based, heard about that, yeah. based on what she had. I'm thinking, are you kidding? You know, if I'd have known, I said, just give me the stuff. I'll go. Th- I'll do it right now. I mean, it's just try and stop me. Really? You're going to stop me for this? All right, fine. I'll go to the next line. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll go around to the next tent when, and have that bag check person just let me in. I know. I know. Well, well, you know, it's funny is I was walking um, over with Kill Point Electric Mike. They had provided me parking over at their uh, their hotel which I got to say was nicer than the dorms. Uh, they were staying at the Tropicana. Funny thing is I called them because I said, I don't want to carry in all this swag that I made for you unless um, you actually need it tonight. And he says, well, we're staying at the Tropicana. I said, isn't that going to be a long drive to make it over to, you know, Rabble Rousers in time? Because, of course, the only Tropicana I've ever heard of was in Vegas. Um, but I guess there is one across the street from Disneyland. And, and it's only 100 bucks yes, a night. Yes, it's only a hundred bucks a night. I got to tell you, it's. I think I would pay the difference, and not stay at. Uh, I'm air quoting the dorm. Um, just my opinion, partly for parking, partly for the service that I I noticed and encountered when I needed a parking pass, and the uh, electric mic had arranged it. I saw their rooms. Um, I I think the extra money would be worth it, but that's just again a, an opinion. So I'm walking over with a guy in a kilt. And some other stuff, and they stopped me. This old bat who, um, you know, probably, I, I probably did one thing wrong. I had my softbox on my flash, not really thinking anything of it, you know. it's Didn't have my long lens on, just I had my fixed focal wide angle lens and my flash with the, the softbox. And she says, well, you can't bring that in here. Oh, plus I had my tripod hanging over my shoulder. And, uh, I'm like, what? She goes, we got a tripod. You got the special flashlights. I said, there's nothing special about my camera. You can buy it almost anywhere, you know. And uh, she goes, well, I'm going to have to call somebody. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, I bring this in all the time. So she calls somebody. Now, last time someone was called on me when I had the long lens, um, they called a suit over. Well, this time, like, a lead comes over. And I, by this time, I've already collapsed my softbox, put it in my pocket. And <laughs> he's like, well, you know... Where's the camera? It's like, what's the problem? And the old biddy's like, he's he's got a tripod. And he's he's got a special flash. And I, at this point, I'm losing. I'm doing the thing that I tell people never to do is talk back in the middle of the exchange. But I'm like, this is not a special flash. You can buy it anywhere, which is not exactly true, but close to it. And uh, and I showed him. I said, it's just a thing for the flash, you know. It's, I said, he says, well, there is a there is a rule about the length of the lens. I said, oh, really? I said, what is it? <laughs> he, said, he says six inches, and I'm funny. I'm thinking I was told five inches, you know, a month ago. And I said, you know, I worked here for ten years in security, and I still know a lot of security guys. And they say there is no such rule. He says, well, we'll need to talk to security. I said, yeah, you know, you should, and you guys should get on the same page because nobody seems to know what the rule is because it changes every time I come through here. And, you know, I didn't want to get real snooty with him, but he says, no problem, go in. I, I, but I was just like, at this point, I was pissed. You know, I, I wanted to hit somebody. I, I, I'm just getting so tired of being harassed for, and then I see other people walk in with laptops. And, you know, I, I, I got to the meet, and there's a guy in there. You know, Richard's always talking about the Canon white lenses, and, you know, people don't need to have these in the park. One of our guys had a, uh, I think it was a, 80 to 300 and 80 to 200, but it's the stable. Uh, no, it wasn't a stabilized lens, but it was a 2.8, so it's a much bigger diameter. It had some girth, right? Uh, 
he walks in with it with no problem. I get hassled over a flash. I'm telling you, it, next time they have to say, okay, fine, thank you very much, and go to the next tent. Well, I mean, I could at that, at that side where I was at, the next tent would have been one row over. I mean, there wasn't enough room to separate yourself from. No, no, they only had one tent open when you were coming through? Usually they have two uh, tents open. Uh, see, I might have been over to co- go to the Disneyland side and found one open there. So, you know, Sometimes it's just those middle two. But, you know, when it's not very busy and you can see every row is empty, yeah, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't work. I, I know. I agree. I'm just saying, you know, there's just the fact that it's not consistently applied gives you an opening just to find someone who doesn't give a shit. Oh, you know and how I'll- badly I feel like right in the Department of Justice or whoever's in charge of all these, you know, private security forces getting their guard cards and all that and just laying into them about how Disney isn't even using security to do security work and they don't check anything. I've walked in there with this and that and just, you know, open a can of fucking worms for them because it just, <laughs> it's its really well, become a pain in the ass. Seriously, you know? they, they don't, I don't know, I, okay, I don't know what kind of training they've had. I don't know what they do, but, you know, Florida, it's a security officer, open that zipper, sticks his hand out with a flashlight, looks around, open this other zipper. I mean, if there's 15 zippers on your backpack, he makes you open all of them. Yeah, but sticks- I've managed to slide by with not every. You know, okay, the- all right, but you know the big ones, right? The ones that hide big yeah, stuff. And but, but in general, I would agree with you, though it it's probably a fault sense of security, and we've gone over this before. I know, but he- at least it's there. And he, but he sticks a flashlight in there and takes a look. No, right? I know, but I'm seeing at least they're making an effort to give you that fault sense of security. Sure. All I feel like I'm doing here is what Main Gate used to do, which was. Don't bring your bottles. Leave your food in the locker. It seems like they're applying the same standards they used to when they were just taking tickets and they would notice things rather than what they're supposed to be doing as someone who is bag checking. Like I said, the guy that stopped me at the monorail made me take my bag off my shoulder. And usually what I do is I flop it open so they don't see all the little pockets on the outside. So I don't have to go through every single one. It's got business cards and stuff like that. And I open it up and they look in there and they say, fine or they i one time is that professional equipment yes it is and she looked at me like i can't believe you said yes i said but i'm just here you know as a private person shooting for fun okay and i just kept walking i really didn't give her time to make a deal out of it you know this guy made me take it off he shook the bottom like he was doing a nutsack check i, was <laughs> I felt like i needed to say should i cough <laughs> you know and then digs in there and sees my lens um it's just it's it's been real frustrating that it, it is so hot and cold and all over the place. I'm not one that's going to go on some websites like I've read where the the guys are getting off on everything they've got by security. That's not the point. I just want some. Uh, if your if your camera in that configuration makes it in one day, you want it to come in the same way the next day. Exactly. Or yeah. I don't want to walk in the park after I put my stuff in a locker or gone back to the car and see someone else with this unequal or different or more than what I had. Like I saw at Rabble Rousers, I saw a guy with, you know, much bigger lens. I had lens envy. Okay. Who, who, who was that? Who, who did I say? Uh, he, was, he was up by the stage area, right to the edge uh, at Rabble Rousers. I don't remember who it was, but I saw his lens laying there, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I remember, I remember the guys were, some, there was like three or four of them. Was but it even Spence? I, I, was it, no, it wasn't Spence. No, it wasn't know. Spence. And I bet you, even if I looked at Jeff's lens and I put a, 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 a ruler to it, it probably was five or more, and it's nothing special. It's it's like the, uh, I, I want to say it's like the thirty-five to one hundred five lens. It's it's one of um, uh, Canon's better 
general purpose lenses with the big yeah. wide aperture. So it's got a good girth to it. Um, and can, it's probably a little long. Shutter up, can open up the shutter real big. Yeah, too. yeah. And you know, and then again, are you also are you are you counting the uh, uh, body? No, no, not the body, but the uh, the the flare guard or the uh, the shade. Yeah, the shade. Because when I put the shade on my eighty to two hundred, that adds like another three or four inches to it. It looks huge, uh, but it's just you know, it's an eighty to two hundred. That's an average zoom lens. Okay, I spent a little more money and got. The nice high-end Canon version—it's still an eighty to two hundred. You know, it's not an uncommon size. You know, it's not like I'm using a five hundred millimeter lens so I can stand at the castle and paparazzi the guy down at the flagpole. Yeah. You know, that's not what I'm doing. And like I keep saying, to really guard this, you've got to take every little punk kid that's got their, you know, iPhone G3 with the cameras in it, or your your average cell phone that's got a camera. They're the ones that are up and down the street harassing a lot of people. Uh, taking pictures when they see the little kitty stars from Disney running around. I mean, I know there are paparazzi, but look at me. You know, I'm not a paparazzi. I mean, it's, it's so obvious. But anyways, okay, you know. So what, how can we balance that with a happy story? Well, we got to Rabble Rousers. We, we spent probably, we lost a few people when we went to the um, fun wheel because the impression was that I got from all the people that bailed was I thought we were going to go right away. And they were missing their meal. They they were hungry. You know, they didn't yes. eat while we were all sitting around because they expected things to move quicker. But anyways, we, you know, here's a funny thing: is that in the year last year, we didn't we didn't move out that much quicker. We, no, but you got to remember, we okay. Let's let's go back and talk about the demographics of West Fest this year. I would say a quarter to three eighths were new people. They didn't know what to expect and what how things were going to move. And I think it's some of those people um, who probably were in that not sure what to do thing. And I and also the, the food and wine wasn't the way I remembered it last year because, you know, the, the restaurants that were closed are now open. So instead of having special meals for the food and wine that were real quick, like go up there and get sliders, things like that, now it's they have one meal added to their normal meals. So you had normal restaurants open they didn't go quite as quick as when you were just doing the quick little food and wine food, you know. Yeah. That I think that was part of it, and people weren't really sure what to do. I went ahead and ate because I figured we'd be sitting there a while. Um, but I, th- I don't think that was necessarily bad. It's it's a live and learn. We have some feedback now. We can make a decision next year. Do we just meet, say a few things, hand the stuff out, and go ride, and then eat? You know, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out next year. But I, I think that might be a smarter way to go. Uh, but regardless, you know, we all went over, stood in a much, 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 much longer line than I would ever stand in for uh, I, I, that attraction. I, I was quite surprised at how, how long the line was. And by the time we got off, there was no line. Now, well, so it, what the hell happened? It, it was getting close to park closing, too. Okay, but seriously, it's 8.15. It, didn't, didn't I hear the announcements for closing when we were walking out? Yes, you did. I just, but think of it this way: it's eight fifteen. You're in the backside of, of California Adventure. And you're running out of time. What's the first ride you think to go on? Not the Fun Wheel, Screaming Toy Story, something. But the Fun Wheel? I don't know. You know, uh, I, I think because I heard some murmurings around. I think there was an expectation to maybe get a free show when they were there, because uh, you know, uh, World of Color was obviously in show mode. 
Uh, I think people might have been hoping to get a little preview, and who knows? You never know what people's reasons are, but for whatever reason, they were all in line there. And I chose to take the non-swinging because I wanted to document people in the swinging. And we didn't, you know, because we split up and people went both ways. Um, we weren't necessarily close when other people were getting on. And then, you know, you guys are loading, let's say, four to one as far as how many uh, vehicles. We got end up, because they were trying to get through the line, I was at the back of my group. We got mixed in with some civilians, um, which was okay, but that's not really what we wanted. But at that point, what are you going to do? Uh, but, uh, you know, again, a, a fun a fun experience, um, a good time, and I think most people bailed right after that. I think some did go back to Disneyland. I didn't. I, I, I bailed at that point. Um, so... Saturday morning, I have my grandmother to make breakfast for, so I did not make it for the uh, the first nine o- nine o'clock meets. I think the there was no nine, there was no nine o'clock meet on Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Saturday was um, DCA. It was at ten, 10 o'clock. o'clock, and I, I rolled up a couple minutes after. Oh, I thought I thought I was going to be late for sure, but the the screaming efficiency of the Toy Story parking lot saved my bacon. Oh, oh my! I was telling the, the old lady about this. I said, you know. We found a new place to park. Yeah, I said I said the same thing. Because you know the only reason I parked there is because you mentioned uh, that parking would be charged uh, like five bucks at the Red Lion for the uh, DPN yes. dinner. But the, and you said, oh, the Toy Story's lots right next door. I think, oh, okay, that works for me. I'll try it. I've never done it. So of course I changed my whole route to Disneyland instead of going because I usually twenty two. Uh, five north around you know the backside to the parking structure and i don't know how many times i've got to the parking structure and then you can't park there and they're forcing you somewhere else that usually just totally enrages me because i can see the parking structure and i can see how empty it is but they're planning for a bigger day so they're forcing you other places and it just i personally think they should let us fill it up and then make the late yeah, make the latecomers walk yeah yeah but that's not the way they do it so I had straight up harbor and it moved. It moved pretty well. I get in there and I, I'm parked pretty pretty close. Now I didn't have an exciting um, section to park in like you did. I was just in Buzz Lightyear up against the fence. You though, were where? where? Where were you? Yeah, it was Jesse 38D. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just so ironic and funny. You, you take a picture of that. I did not. My nephew oh, did. No, Jeff no. took a picture oh, of that. Jeff, but here's what I found really kind of cool. I, I parked. It wasn't too far from uh, the buses. They had got all these buses lined up. But that's not even the most cool thing. I thought they were selling coffee. They were actually selling tickets. tickets yes. So you Now, the funny thing was Saturday, they didn't say anything to me. When I showed up Sunday, I got asked about four times if I had tickets already. But Saturday, they didn't say anything at all. Um, now, I had to stand up on the bus, but all of a sudden, I had this feeling like I was in Florida without the humidity. Because I get on these buses, it's crammed full, and the configuration is not unlike the older buses in Florida. Uh, the only difference was they make a lot of noise because they're not gas, they're, they're all diesel. Um, and here we are, holding on, riding over to the Disney Resort. So it was kind of like getting on a bus at your uh, your hotel. And, and you're riding in the park, yes. Yeah, so it had this kind of odd... Um, uh, quality to it, but it was efficient. They had buses just back to back lined up. I, I, I'm not gonna get on one. I'm gonna have to wait again. Nope, got on. We, and, yeah, they, and they, they, the back way they get to to Disneyland, they get uh, go in the old front entrance and come up that Lion King tram uh, spot. Yeah, that, 
Now that turn they have to make, I was right in the front. It's like an S turn. He's got to got to crank it over hard to the left, and he cranks it hard back to the right. Yeah. Um, but he was, they were good at it. They were efficient. Pulled right up to the park. Wham, bam, you're off. Do you see how close you get dropped off to the bag check tent? Oh, yes. You could spit. Yes. And then when you get off the bus in the parking lot, your car is much closer of a walk than if you get off the tram, at walk the down to the structure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you don't have to look at those new funky trams with the doors on them either. Oh, speaking of which, I figured out what the doors are good for. <laughs> what? Okay. They're not... I think they're less about making people not fall out and more about showing idiots that the tram is full. Really? And why do you say that? Because when you're sitting there, before they take off, some guy comes along and shuts the doors. Uh, okay. so I can he, see where you're going. So I when he stands in the back and says, okay, this tram is, he does not say this tram is about to depart, you know, no more getting on, no more getting on. Hey, I'm talking to you, no more getting on. The doors are closed. It's just like, hey, sit back in your seats, feet flat on the floor, drive your all clear. Because there's nobody trying to jump on a freaking tram when the doors are closed. You know, that makes um, a certain amount of sense, and I can see that. Uh, you know, it, it, maybe it's got a two uh, a twofer there because I, I have a feeling some of it's got to be safety, but you're right. You don't have any last-minute idiots trying to jump on when they're trying to pull out. Correct, because how many years have they run trams without doors? Oh, well, how many years did uh, an attraction like Pirates run without little doors? G- yeah, gates. But I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, Florida still runs without all these but, safety features. But you that. hear, I mean, in all the years you worked there, did you ever hear about someone falling off the tram once or no, twice? Uh, the Jolly Trolley? Yes. The tram, no. <laughs> Jolly Trolley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going so much faster yeah. than the tram. But know? seriously, okay, so but what what problem did you hear about a lot with the tram? Some numbskull trying to jump on the freaking thing just before it takes off. Yes, exactly. In fact, I've never heard of anybody dropping anything. You know, they make that spiel over and over and so, over and over. So, you know, I, I think it's more about keeping idiots off when the tram is full than keeping people I, in when it's rolling. I got I to gotta get off this webpage because Matthew's picture just keeps coming up and it's making me laugh. What picture is that? What webpage is that? The, the Modern Family. Oh. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the Disney ABC television. <laughs> and it's just rotating through like Castle, Scrubs, The Forgotten, oh. blah, blah, you know. Uh, and it just, every time dude, I see that, I just laugh. There was one picture of Matt in that slideshow. I'm going, that's the dude. Because he was smiling just like Kim. And I was like, wow. I don't look like him. Yeah, he <laughs> So anyways, the, the, um, you know, the meet and greet, um, you know, Mel did a good job putting everything together. There were, a f- there were just a few things that, you know, in hindsight, you go, duh. Some things pushed a little too close together. But we adapted. No one really had a problem with it. Everybody just kind of flowed with it. Because in general, I, I would say 80% of the people just flowed from one thing to the next with the group. Uh, there were some you know, people here and there that would shake off for a while and come back. You know, you always have that. Well, that's, that's, how, we're, that's how the whole thing is designed to roll, though. Right? Well, yeah, we don't, we don't want anybody to think they have to hit everything. But a, a good majority of them just kind of flowed you know, to a point. And then some, a lot of people have their, their dining reservations here and there and, and would separate. But I think in general, I don't think there was any meat that I would say, wow, nobody came to this. You know, I mean, the, and, you know, and the DCA day was kind of a short day because we had the, the dinner at night. It was short for us. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, short for people who, uh, who attended or just, you know, went to the park. Um, but all the meats went pretty – I had no meat that day, which was kind of nice. So I was just kind of, you know, flowing around uh, – uh, 
riding on things. But and then we left a little early to go set up the room, and of course you guys had all kinds of problems uh, with that. But what with the room setup? Well, not necessarily the setup. Like you may they had to make some quick adjustments because what was it? Ernesto had tables we didn't need and nothing you know so we had to adjust that but it was the liquor the the bar thing that That you know all messed up and that's being uh dealt with i i hope so because you guys got hosed and well you know what it it was a double whammy they would have made a lot more money and we got screwed um by what i would consider the lack of service and in that regard uh i'm not saying that i would say cut them off the list i think the venue was close it was a nice room the food actually was good. I was, you know, always worried when you get the you know, chicken. It's the standard, standard chicken, yeah. Because <laughs> I've been to the Marriott two nights in a row for architectural type meetings and had the same meal both nights, and I wondered if some of this was left over from the previous night. Uh, but the the food was was decent. Now I know there was a few special plates out there. Uh, I, I don't know how their opinions uh, were of that, but since the food thing was, or the the uh, beverage thing was all screwed up, I just went to the little shop they had and bought a couple bottles of uh, Coke at probably what was cheaper than the bar would have been, and I got more. You know, I bought like what are those little half liters or whatever the uh, yeah those are for two twenty five. I bet you the bar would have been close for- to five bucks, three bucks maybe, and it probably would have been a little cup with ice. Just just guessing. No, no. You know what? Actually, at some point, I saw someone grinding uh, the the waiter dude for refills on the soda. Who was that? Oh, really? Because yeah, I was yeah. told there was no no sodas free. I mean, yeah, well, quite frankly, what should have happened is once they fucked up, the free stuff should have started flowing. Even if even if it was just soda, that should have instantly become free, and they should have tried to do whatever they could to get the the alcohol covered. I mean, it became beer only. No hard liquor, which is the only thing I would usually drink. I'm not big into the beer, um, but you know, regardless, uh, it was it's it's being handled. Good, it's being handled. Uh, now we had but, some uh, let's call it radio remotes, you know, from try uh, to the, yeah. Well, we'll try well, it worked out. Uh, we got everybody but Will and Shannon. We I think you forgot about them. No, oh, uh, they 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 went to sleep. Oh, okay, he good. So, six so. weeks and, I'm sorry I fell asleep. I hope I hope our little video worked out. Yeah, yeah, it was you know, great. I'll, I'll make an apology to them, even though I'm going to say it out loud because I've said it to other people, so I might as well say it on the podcast. After about two minutes, I felt that video to be excruciatingly hard to watch. <laughs> and it's like one time Richard, or it was you, Mike, I forgot if it was Richard or Mike, wanted to borrow one of my VHS tapes because we had taped a bunch of stuff at Disneyland. Well, in addition to that was like an hour of my kid watching TV saying stupid things while she's like two. Um, so I understand why you do these things because, you know, we probably have hours and hours of tape <laughs> right. when the kids first learn to walk and first learn their first words and they're doing all those cute things. But quite frankly, I don't want to watch your kid doing that's it. That's right. That's right. And I, and it's hard enough to watch and, mine, yeah. Yeah, I don't go back and watch mine, really. They go yeah. back and watch it because they think it's funny but, now when they're in their 20s to go back and watch uh, when they were stupid little kids. Uh, but that was excruciating to watch. Uh, but our other little radio remotes with Aaron, uh, though we you know, we had some audio problems. Uh, Keegan's was probably the worst uh, audio-wise. But everybody else, you know. Um, bleeping. Uh, bleeping wife and uh, Mel. Uh, that all worked out well. Uh, personally, I thought the little thing of trying to hold the card in front of the camera for them was a bit hokey. And come you know, on, let them read the name. But you know, whatever. That you know, that was your thing to run. I just found it to be a little, you know, excruciating. 
Oh, hey, who am I going to have pick the card this time? Let's get the guy all the way in the back of the room. Fuck it, Mike. I'll pick. <laughs> you know, it's like, Gama, you have to give the you have to give the impression that it's not fixed. Come on. I know, but does anybody there really think it's fixed? I don't know. Maybe they do, but it just it just got kind of you know. But anyway, so we we had a good time. We made it through all that stuff. And to tell you the truth, I was having such a good time with the content uh, that our own people provided. I had I'm sitting there, you know, running the the uh, multimedia devices, forgetting that we had an actual entertainer coming because uh, the Park Hop and Party produced two little short videos, commercials, if you will. Actually, that that's were, that was their Westfest uh, podcast. Turns out. Oh really? I thought that that was uh, yeah. I thought so too. In addition to their Westfest podcast, I thought so too. But oh, doesn't matter. They were hilariously funny. They got a standing ovation. I, you know, it's funny. They asked. I asked them, "Do you prefer a particular order?" And I told them I really like the DF's Gone Wild. He says, "Well, go ahead and play that one last." And he got a standing ovation on the first one. Yeah. The, the uh, rap song F and F at the DLR. He planned. He planned that before last year's Westfest. Film stuff at last year's West Fest, and then put it together for yeah. this year's West Fest. Um, plus, he writes, he composes, and does all. So, I mean, it's not just you know he's finding some canned music. He's creating it, he's recording it. Um, they did an excellent job. Uh, and like I say, I forgot we were having the stupid stand-up skippers by that time. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we got entertainment. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were uh, skipper stand-up was fun. It was good. I, I I was watching you. You were laughing at some of the stuff you shouldn't no, have been. Oh no, I was, and I you know I was trying to reserve not yelling out because there were some hecklers in the crowd. Uh, but the time he's talking about the kid peeing over the rail at the monorail, and I yelled "Golden Shower." Yeah. Even the guy up there laughed because I don't think he was expecting to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but I expected more Disney stuff. I didn't realize that it was kind of just stand up, stand up, and they happened to be skippers. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, so was I. But they made me laugh. And oh no, was, they yeah. made me laugh, and they they push they push the edge of decency, tasteless, tastelessness. Well, okay, which, which was funny. Don't get me wrong, but I, a couple times I felt uncomfortable wondering how certain people in the audience yes. might feel about it. But they never quite crossed the line. They got there. They got to the line. They were leaning over it, but they never really crossed it. Their video, their video is about as oh. Disney as Disney as um, we were going to get out of them. I think, but it, yeah, and that was funny. And Dummy Me didn't rip it while it was no there. shit. Well, I was like, I I I sent him other an email. things were going on, and I wasn't you know thinking, oh. and um, I if you hadn't said give it back to them, I wouldn't have. I would have forgot. I would have left it in there, not thinking like this was our copy to run. Um, I could understand why they might not want that floating around or giving away that their prank at the end was an all-time classic, winner. Classic, yes. That uh, great stuff. I wonder if Richard has heard of this prank, but I don't know. You know, you know what I forgot to do? I, was there any video cameras running? I mean, last year with uh, or the year before with Yeehaw Bomb, about everybody that had a video camera, we had them all set up in the back. Yeah, I, you know, I, I have no idea. A few pictures. I didn't take any uh, video. I, I, you know, it was funny. Is I got t- kind of in the moment of uh, doing the AV stuff, which I like to do, and kind of forgot about being a podcaster. I did not carry any of my audio recording equipment the whole weekend. Uh, just brought my camera, ran out of batteries on Sunday, forgot to charge up, but got halfway through the day. 
uh, and just kind of enjoyed myself. And then put what? Hey, once I put my camera away in the the locker, I felt oddly liberated. You know, like <laughs> on one hand, I, I felt I needed it, but on the other hand, I didn't have to Travel worry about it. it you know, like we were eating in the Blue Bayou Sunday, and I'm like, okay, the tables are barely big enough to have your meal. Then I've got this camera that's pretty large. I don't want to sit it on the floor. I don't want anybody to kick it when they're walking. You know, so it was kind of nice not having it. Though I always. You know, something always happens. Like I've told the story of my kid driving the, you know, the uh, Jungle Cruise in Florida and shooting the gun and all that. Didn't have my camera. And dummy me forgot what I had in my trio. But then again, in that darkness, the trio may not have picked up no, anything. No. Uh, but the, the good times. And, and I didn't think that, you know, I was one of the people that said, this is stupid, playing rock band. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Couldn't pry the guitar out of your cold, dead fingers. Uh, How many songs did you skip? Two? Oh, more than that. Oh, but, uh, bullshit. Oh. But we put a lot of every songs time in. I, every time I turn around, I want the guitar. Well, I do. I, <laughs> the funny thing was, though, I, I, the kids have it. It's Right now, it's over at my daughter, she, and she's moved out. But um, I played it or when when she, we first got it. We played it all the time. Uh, but I had, I was trying to get – I moved up from, like, beginner to intermediate, and I was – I was forgetting the coordination, the two hand thing going. You know, I was getting the uh, the frets going, but I was forgetting the the match strum. and the other the strum and, and the strum thing. And it's like you're, you're like yelling at me that one time. I'm like, wait, what? I'm I'm like, oh fuck, you know. Well, your thing's flashing red, dude. I was like, come on. But you know, we had it set where it wouldn't quit on you. Correct, but, correct. With no fail, but it was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. I had some peeps. I I had some groupies in the front yelling and thought it was. You know, you couldn't see what I was doing because you weren't paying attention. No, I was trying to do, play my own instrument, really. Matt seemed to think one of the highlights was when he and I did Margaritaville. But, uh, you know, he went and put on this wig and some leather pants. And we were, you know, Bogart and a mic together. Did you, did you see he played expert and sang expert at the same time? No, I did not. Yes. But see, if you, if you see, I had a hard time seeing the words. They weren't that big. And uh, I, I knew the, the chorus. I didn't know the rest of the words. And uh, so if you if, if it's a song you can you, maybe you know the words it might be easier to do both. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, no, I think you heard that. I did notice that, and he's got a ton of shit. I mean, he downloads all kinds of yeah. songs, but it, it was a load of fun. I mean, it. it I, I gotta say, I think it was better than early Oki. Oh, really? I know oh, yeah. I had a good time, and I. Well, here's the difference. Early Oki was like a drunk, a bunch of dumb, drunken idiots uh, singing. This became, it wasn't quite the drunken idiots. It was just kind of fun, you know. People yes. just, you know, doing whatever, and and I think that was uh, why I enjoyed it a little more. I'm not a big karaoke guy, you know. I've, there's not a lot of bass parts mm. in karaoke. Did you no. sing? Hmm. No. Who, me? I, yes, yeah, well, you. When, oh, in karaoke? No. No, no. It's a, a rock band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on the margarita. Okay. <laughs> so. If I wanted, I got like three times. The only thing that left was a singing oh, part. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, um, yeah. I, 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 I see why you don't do it much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's exactly why I wouldn't do it. I'm like, the, I'm like the doo wop guy. I like the, I'm like the guy that puts a little bass behind the big stuff. No, I, I, I'm not a lead. You no, know, so man. I understand. No. I don't even like to sing choruses in church. You know, it's like you know, I don't. You know, it's yeah. like it's just not me. That um, I might do it in the shower, in the bathroom. Uh, you know, when I'm playing by myself, 
not playing with myself, but playing by myself on Garage yeah, Band or sure, something. Make sure, yeah, I gotta make sure I distinct that in this show. Um, but All anyway, right. but, but it was fun. You know what we should do? We should do a mice cast with us doing Garage Band. Like a oh, video? That's too scary. A video? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. So, Richard, we we here's here's the uh, prank, and we just want to know if you heard it because we've seen it, so you can't say it never happened because we saw a. What I didn't understand is why they had this like black and white secret video because, uh, you know, I don't. Every, there's a bunch of people in there videotaping, so I don't know that this one person would have stood out. But we'll set it up. We got the Aladdin show is still going on in the in the old Tahitian Terrace, right? So you got the big uh, lion's head, right? And there's a point in the show where the um, Genie's lamp is sitting there, and Aladdin's out there. Jasmine's uh, out there. Jasmine's out there, and some third person that we don't know if it's the storyteller because it's been a long time. I saw that show maybe once, twice, so I don't remember who this third person was. So it's the last day for one of the Jungle Cruise skippers. He dresses up as Indiana Jones. He runs out through the uh, lion's mouth, picks up the um, the genie's lamp. And yells, "This belongs in a museum," and runs <laughs> off, and runs off stage, leaving with, with, Aladdin, the, lamp, with, the, with lamp. the lamp, leaving Aladdin and Jasmine going, "What the fuck just happened?" Literally, I mean, you can see it on their face going. They didn't know what to do. They were just looking at each other, and, and people were laughing so loud. I there, I did see some lips move, uh, but I couldn't. Like they must have been you saying should- like. Oh, well, you know, but whatever, we, we couldn't hear it because people were laughing. At that point, the crowd oh. was going nuts. And, yeah. and and you could just see just Jasmine do a little shrug. Oh. Yeah, it was funny because what they had done is they had this thing. Uh, is that on YouTube or something? No, oh, no. It's a, vid- it's a video it, they brought. It was like, I sincerely doubt it's out in the wild. I think it was called like Disneyland's Facts and Legends. Five from, myths of Disneyland, I want to say. Myths. And first they said, the Matterhorn houses a basketball court. And then they say, and I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of like a, misp- a mouth buster. And they go, true. I'm about yet ready to yell yeah. out, come Bullshit, on. Yeah. And then they cut to this shot of like an inside of a big basketball arena. Yeah. It holds 50,000 people. people. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good. I like that. Uh, so that was good because they just made it absurd. What was the second one? Do you remember the second I, one was unconfirmed, something unconfirmed? Oh, I don't remember. See, I, the two big funny ones, and I don't remember. Yeah, one was unconfirmed. and The second I, one, the four, number four was unconfirmed. Number three was the, the characters are little people, oh, and the answer was false. Yeah. They're, they're genetically uh, large animals that can talk or something, right? Something like that, yeah. And they showed these like experiments or little little uh, drawings or something. Yeah. And there's what, what was the one? What did the one stand-up call? Uh, he said midgets, and they says, "Oh, yeah, gotta be giant baby, giant baby, giant baby." Oh <laughs> <giant> baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, so. and then number two, I forget what number two was, and it all led up to the prank. Number one, um, what was what was what was myth number one supposed to be? I think I I think it was when oh I know I what the know. video was, but what was the setup for it? I don't, you know, oh, I, I don't can't remember. remember. I know, but it was it was hilarious. That's, yeah, at that point when you saw that one, you almost forgot about the rest of them. Now, if you were never Indiana an Indiana Jones uh, fan, it wouldn't make any sense to you. But I mean, the guy's got the whole Richard uh, <laughs> leather jacket and the hat, yeah, the hat, the pants, uh, the whip, everything. Uh, and I'm thinking, okay, when he runs out, all right. But then he's like, "This belongs in a museum." I'm like, "Oh, this is great." Uh, funny that stuff. Funny, funny stuff. Yeah, well, it was it was really good. No, no, I, I'll I'll 
say I'll be the first to say, and you two both know it's very true that there is a huge, huge uh, amount of when you've had your last day pranks that go on, and you know, ninety nine point nine percent of them are just innocent, fun little pranks that go on, and this this would be one of them. Yeah, maybe it interrupted the show, but hey, it added to it too. So yeah, in some ways it it did. Um, so. Uh, now we we I guess Mike I, I want to say that we were shut down by security because I think that adds a whole extra um, uh, one, I don't know myth ambiance um, one more mystique. one more thing that would that I was told that did not happen the way it was supposed to right but in some ways you get it's like a good party that got shut down yeah by yeah the, we we the cops right you know? <laughs> it's like five it was like five to twelve. That guy was a bruiser, man. Did you see Ooh, you're looking pretty guy? harsh, yeah. Yeah. And when you see when I talked to the lady yesterday, you know, hey, you know, you said we can be there till twelve, twelve thirty, no problem. Five to twelve, the guy's like, your contract's eleven forty-five. You need to shut down. She goes, we have security. <laughs> that was her. When you talk, you told her you've already talked to her about this. And yes, that? yes, I told you it's being handled. And she, right? and she didn't know you had security. That's goes, fun. We have security <laughs> roaming the property at night. Oh wow! <laughs> I wondered. I wondered how far we carried because it was pretty loud at points. But there's uh-huh. there's no, there was no other events going on. That is true. But with the doors closed, you could barely hear uh, at the front at the front desk. Yeah, because when, when when we did the uh, one park hopping, uh, Mike told me crank it. Now that was the uh, the video the the rap. The rap one, which is funny, Mike or Richard. So you get this; these guys, these guys are rap, and they've got. All, I mean, they really set up some good stuff. I don't know; they, they managed to get the, uh, I guess, the cast member to give them an extra second on the uh, uh, Tower of Terror to sing their little thing and all that. Um, but so it's really, it's a bunch of it's two white guys rapping. At one point, they cut to the guy that wears the white guys uh, can't rap. Well, right. They they cut to the um, uh, Philip. It's the guy who wears the cape and the uh, the sorcerer's hat. The the likes Main, Main Street, Street electrical uh, parade guy. Electrical yeah. parade. So they cut to him, and he's like, "You guys are so white," <laughs> <laughs> and everybody starts cracking up again. It was really I, fun. I, I give you Villanella Ice, Eminem, and Weird Al. Yes, <laughs> but and also funny in the in the uh, DF's Gone Wild. Our picture from uh, two years Hooters. ago at Hooters, yeah, Hooters, Hooters was used, which was good. And Jilly Bina, you don't know who she is, uh, Richard, I don't think, but she's on Tower of Terror, and she says, "I'm a Tower of Terror version, and I'm ready to go down." Oh my gosh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all kinds of funny stuff like that. I mean, they. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm trying to think of some funny things to do, and these guys, you know, are it a year just, ahead of what they're. It just spews out of their heads. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, they 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 are um, they are spewers, I guess you could say. Very very talented uh, guys. So I mean, one guy's professional in radio, the other guy's a professional uh, uh, av- in advertising with music and does commercials, and you know, so yeah, that's that's kind of their thing to do. So and they do it well. Uh, so yeah, good good all good stuff. So that was that well, was they, a, they they make a decent living doing it. So I don't I don't well one guy's. On his own now, because the radio station let him go, so he's made his own internet radio station. Uh, yeah, but I mean, but he's he's making money doing it. So uh, on the internet radio station, it's, yeah. Didn't it's he just, mention he had some? Didn't he mention the last time we were talking to him, he did have uh, advertisers already? I, I got a couple advertisers too in my show. That doesn't mean I'm making any money, but yeah. he's he's probably more into the uh, the biz of you know knowing who to 
hit up and all that. But anytime yeah. you lose a job and you're going into something else, it's a struggle. And, uh, you know, and again, uh, making a good living by one person's opinion is not a good living for another person's opinion. You know, you can, you can find a lot of jobs up at Disney Studio that don't pay shit. They sound good, but, you know, they don't pay that much. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, it, again, and it, it depends. And they live in Northern California, so a standard of living is a little different here. Is here in Southern California? I'm not trying to say they don't make a good living. I just don't know, and I don't want to make it sound like you know these are uh, high rollers that happen to like. Oh this no, but I, but I mean, they, you know, they make money at what they do, so they obviously must be doing something right. Well, they enjoy what they do, and they make a living. Yeah. Yes, so yes, that's good for them. I mean, uh, that's that's better than I do right now. So. What you don't you don't enjoy what you do and you don't. No, make I mean as far as being able to write something, you know, creative and you know how much how you know I haven't been getting paid too much for doing some of that stuff recently, so they're doing better than me. So okay, well at least you admit that, and I don't have to bag on you again. All right, so moving along, we've got Sunday. Um, uh, Sunday there was a nine o'clock meet. And I, you know, my only critique on Sunday is don't make the uh, photo meet so early next. No, time. hey, you know what? The photo meet we, that was a lesson learned from last year to make the photo meet right after the kickoff. So typically, our kickoff in Disneyland is on Saturday at nine a.m. Yes, and the photo meet would be it should be right after. See, I, I, so, I don't know if I totally agree with that because not everybody shows up to the kickoff for one. Uh, when it's on a Sunday, it's even worse because we have a lot. We have a fair amount of churchgoers, believe it or not, in our, well, in our midst. Not and only those, that, that those or people th- don't show up Sunday morning, or the people uh, that come really late or stay out really late the night before. Well, yeah, so anything that's in the AM, you're gonna on average. Because I always thought, oh man, our Saturday morning thing, and I'm like, oh, somebody didn't show up. Well, they're there like an hour later because you know not everybody, especially the local people. Actually, make it to the park at rope drop. Actually, uh, you know, there's people there. There's more people at the Saturday morning thing than there were at Rabble Rousers. And I can think of really, I wow. can think of three people right off the top of my head that were there Saturday morning that were not there Friday night. All right. Well, so, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, so I, you know, I, good or bad. Remember, I just think it was too early. Remember, just, the official kickoff of of Westfest is Saturday morning. Yeah, oh, no, I, I re- and, you know, I'm beginning to wonder why we even bother with that if we're going to do the two extra days, and why not just make the first mixer night? Because, because not- most of those people, I well, there was 45 people there. There was a, I mean, the main core of who comes were there Thursday night. Hmm. Who who would have missed? And then what you do is you just supplement. You carry all the crap that you're going to give out for either the contest or whatever, and just add them in later. Because even, you know, for, you know, the kickoff on Saturday was decent size, but there was only a handful who weren't there the night before or uh, two nights before that. Because you really were into the third day and you're having your kickoff. Well, it's quite, yeah. quite honest. I, I thought traditionally it wasn't like last year and the year before kickoff was Friday night. We just kind of had that extra night on Thursday that we did. No, no. So Friday night started off as kind of a unofficial add on. Unofficial. It kind of it kind of rubbed one person wrong, and we we were having fun with it, and then it just kind of became a tradition for us to ha- repeat it. But they still did the official kickoff on the Saturday morning. I uh, should have the kickoff on Friday night. 
Well, if it starts Thursday night, you should just have it then, and then any supplemental info. It doesn't hurt to have a little, um, you know, hey. like check-in, if you want, well, I'm air-quoting, check-in desk every morning for those that are trying to catch up who haven't been there, so if there's any swag to give away. But it doesn't need to be the, be the big blown-out thing that it ends up being, you know. Let me, let me pose this question to you. All right. We start. Planning. Here, here you go. For those people, we're planning live right We here. start Thursday night. Yes. We're at the bar at the Disneyland Hotel. Is that is that really the place you want to take a picture to commemorate our annual event at the bar? I don't know. It kind of fits some of the people, don't I know it does. It fits probably 90% of the people. I know it does, but you know, most of the people most of those people come to be in the parks with these with us, not hang out. I don't, you know, there's a lot of people who do a lot of hanging and not a lot of the other stuff. so I was going to say, was, is it in the parks or is it in the bubble? Uh, you know, you can you can probably say in the bubble, but I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, first of all, there's no photo pass person at the well, freaking well, Lost well, Bar, let's, right? Let's back this up. We, who says that the picture has to be immediately following that? If you, if, if you've no, wait, got a wait, long no, 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 okay, let's said, not, let's not, okay. You were one of the people that complained that the picture being scheduled in the afternoon was stupid. Everybody is gathered for the kickoff. We should just go right to the castle right there where there's nobody in the park and get the picture done then. Well, I've changed my mind. Oh. I've had, I've, I've okay. watched four okay, years John. of this now. All right. I, okay, I'm John a, Cobell. I see how you are. I, I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I changed my mind to fit the circumstance, right? Screw it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no, after four years of thinking about this and then just thinking about the early morning thing, and you're right. There's not very many people in front of the castle. That is a plus. But on the other hand, um, I've watched how a lot of people seem to show up later in a day, uh, or even by an hour later. You know, they, they, I, I got to say, last year's kickoff wasn't that large. In fact, I would say it was. A I missed. Third. I missed last year's kickoff because okay. last year's kickoff was probably a third of the size of the total amount of people that showed up. Like, if you look at our picture, let's see, did I make the picture last year? Because I remember my but the picture was issues. the picture was in the afternoon last year. It was it was uh, almost well, the evening probably, time because I was you there. Know, you know probably why I complained about it last year because with my grandmother's problem, I was there in the morning, didn't have to leave, so I, I wasn't there for the afternoon. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah, okay, change to, <laughs> to my situation. The uh, world but, revolves around me. Right, okay. But if you look at that picture and see how many people are there, probably I'm I'm thinking in the way back machine. A third of those people were at the kickoff. The kickoff wasn't that well attended. Now, the previous year's kickoff was a little better. The year that we won the Fast Passes, yeah. that was a little better. But in general, I you know our, I think our Saturday kickoff this time was pretty good, but not that many more that maybe, you know, say there was 10 more than that was at the uh, Lost Bar. Couldn't you have had the Lost Bar kickoff? Here's all the handouts. And then, you know, make a Saturday morning You there? For those who need schedules. Wait, say uh, that Saturday morning something and you, you dropped out for a second. Oh, I said Saturday morning could literally be, you know, we'll be here for 15 minutes for those who need schedules. If you don't see us there, hit us up, you know, later. I had a couple of people said they were wandering around the park. I'm like, okay, we had an, I we had an iPhone schedule you know, or an app. We, we were posted online. There should have, I mean, almost everybody has internet these days, even if you're paying for internet time you could have checked and wouldn't have taken you that much uh of your 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 dollars to check online but anybody who says i couldn't find anybody 
didn't do their homework before they left. You could have printed it out. Or didn't try very hard. Didn't try very hard, figured they could find us. You know, that's not as easy as it sounds. Even with a big group of people, it's really easy to, you know, be constantly rotating. It's like, you know, the Enterprise and the Defiant going around uh, regular nine. You know, they're they're, they're at opposite ends, right? So you're (laughs) constantly... Who's going to catch up to who? Exactly. Um, So that's what I'm just thinking, you know, and I think Joel mentioned that last year. It's like, why don't we hand... A lot of this stuff out of rabble rousers because most of the people are here anyways. And then we added the Thursday night to it again. Why don't we just hand it out there? And for those who, you know, maybe give every one of the podcasters, a, a, you know, some schedules and some stuff. Now, I know I, I particularly don't really want to carry this stuff around, but it just seems like, uh, you know, the kickoff being three days into it is kind of dumb. That's just, that's, I, after observing it now for four years, that's kind of my feeling. You know, it's, uh, if you show up late, you're, you know, you just got to play catch up. That's that's. Is that how it goes? Okay. Yeah. So let's move in. You know. So that's we're in uh, what Sunday. So most of the meets went pretty good. You know, you left. Uh, uh, yeah, I was there for the picture. And then and, come back. And the big circle tour, grand circle right, tour, right. and then didn't even stay for my meet. You left. Sorry. And that's quite all right. You didn't go. Oh, and by the way, you know, and, and people were looking for you because you were supposed to be collecting swag to send to a certain individual overseas. Yes. Serv- serving the country, you know, and you're supposed to be a supporter of the troops, but you left. I ha- and, I've uh, collected some swag for people that were, you know. There, there was more swag that people were looking to give you. Who? Uh, mm, I think, was it Brad and Joel? Or there were people. Brad saying, had oh, already no. given me his stuff Friday night. Okay, then let's see. Who was it? Oh no no no! Well, Brad, I saw Brad at the the hillbilly meet, and he said he had stuff for you for uh, uh, for Brian, and then I had stuff for you for Brian. Uh, let's see what other meets were during the day. You had to spin the win. That was pretty funny. Uh, what did they give they were, away? They were giving away those uh, Alice sit, sit and spin a what? Uh, spin it to win it. Uh, a takeoff of the new. Yeah. Minute yeah. to win it, which I don't even know if it's on the TV anymore. If, if, if you would, if you would have listened, you would have understood it. But anyways, they uh, they were giving away Alice had two, I think two of those Alice hats. Okay. Plus, they handed out a bunch of barf bags with their their spin it to win it logo on That's it. That's funny, yeah. uh, which was funny. And I made them some buttons. Uh, they had some award buttons, and then they had all their general buttons they were giving out also. Uh, and the funny thing was, Jimmy and Jason got in the same. Yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah. I, I'm standing with, I think Paul uh, was standing there, Brian Summer. There was a few of us watching, having a good time watching everybody. And, and uh, Mike had make some, made some arrangements with the uh, cast member to, to pick the winner. And there were a few people that weren't in our group, and we, were, we thought, we're going to laugh if they pick someone that's not in our group. But for the most part, the, the platform was, or uh, the table was full with our people. Uh, but the way, you know, Jason and Jimmy are big people, you know? Yeah. And to see Jason's face and all you can see is his hands in his lap kind of moving really fast and some of the faces he, were, he was making, <laughs> it, looked, it looked like he was having a very, very good time. That <laughs> uh, was funny. So, uh, did, you, uh, did you do the Astro Blaster? I did do the Astral Blaster. I did worse than I'd done a couple nights before when I went on it. Brian Summer and I wrote it together. So what and, uh, did, did Paul give out a prize? Yes, he did. What did he give out? And I went, he gave out a few things for like worst and best. Um, I think some more of the same stuff he was giving out at the banquet, that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. 
but the funny thing was, you know, we're like trying to disqualify Jimmy because, you know. Galactic Hero, yeah, that's his yeah. gig, yeah. The funny thing, he rode with Paul, and Paul was doing everything he could to screw him up. Spin him, jerk him around when he thought he was <laughs> handsome. And he still managed to get over 400000 Oh, my gosh. I know. And so I'm asking him, you know, I'm trying to get some clues here, you know. Uh, so I think now I may know some things I know to try that, to hit. Yeah, I know time. there's two hidden targets that are worth fifty k or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And he, he was telling me some other things. But I, I swear, sometimes my light thing saying is going on. I don't see very many points adding on. And uh, that's why I like uh, the um, Men in Black and, and Universal in Florida because it's it's more of a general area, not a pinpoint you have to hit. And it, it makes to me it makes it more fun because you're not worried so much about trying to you know which one of those thousand laser points is mine. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, "Hey, bring a little filter with you. Just you know, put a filter over the so if it's green, you know, it's yours, or you know, something like that." But uh, that's an idea. But anyways, you know, we, we did that. And, you know, and I, I, I'm, you know, I don't stand around for fireworks usually. I don't do those kind of things. But I, um, you know, w just kind of hung with the group all night and did those. And did this, you know, I, I knew a guy in that Death Star. We, we pretty much had that whole. Uh, cabin to yourself. Cabin to ourselves. That, that was good. And the whole, you know, DF hat thing going around. There was, I guess there was almost fisticuffs at one point. I was being informed what was going on. I thought it was kind of childish, but you know, fisticuffs over what? Oh yeah, I, I'm not going to repeat the story because I don't know it well enough to okay. know the exact details. But there was just some controversy about the ears being moved around, and then some. I think the fuzzy ears disappeared, never showed back up one day. So uh, somebody must have liked those. You know, so it's it's just all good fun, uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I stood around for the fireworks. I gotta say, I got to know uh, um, Carol. Uh, Greg, uh, Masketeer, Greg's, Greg's mom. mom. Uh -huh. it, she, she's been communicating with me a lot on Facebook because we have similar uh, views on a lot of things. And uh, so we chatted a lot over the Toy Story line during the fireworks. And, and Josh Banker, the guy cracks me up because you know, Chris is filming in front of us and Josh is making all these, you know, satirical comments about it. it's really choking me up and the magic is so good and this and that. And, you know, Greg's mom was... You know, kind of because they know each other real well. I guess they've known each other for a long time, and you know they're kind of having some fun going at it. And then the lady—I always forget who the lady is—who has, she's in an ECV and she always has the the glow. You is, know it, what I'm it's, about? is it? It's Heather's mom. Is it Heather's mom? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, so she had some glow left over from last year. So, so she that's, was put, that's that's Mouseketeer Greg's mom's, you know, sister, right? Oh, okay. I no, I wasn't really sure how all those you know connections were connected. Um, so she was handing out some glow, uh, to, you know, a certain, a certain amount of people back there who was, who were by us watching the fireworks. Um, so that was good. You know, it was kind of fun, but again, you know, Disney's, uh, guest control, the thing's over and let it, instead of just letting people disperse, they try to social engineer where you need to walk, you know? So oh, yeah, we all, you know, we all need to go to Adventureland, but we have to go to Tomorrowland first. You know, just let people disperse after the show. It's not like there's another show coming in, like Fantasmic, where you need some orderly movement, in, in my opinion. I think it would have been easier to let people disperse because what people do is they spend their time trying to get around what they're telling you to do, right? Oh, if you're leaving the park, go this way. And you're trying to, you're crossing over, trying to get here, trying to get there. Um, uh, so we, we had the Tiki Room meet. That, that went over really well. Maynard was uh, our oh, host. Oh, really? Okay, and you know it's interesting. I'm going to ask you guys what you think of Maynard. I I've had a couple people tell me recently 
that they think Maynard takes away from the show, that Maynard makes the show about him and not about, you know, the cast members are supposed to kind of like blend with the show, not necessarily stand out. That's what a lot of people's opinion are. They're supposed to, let's say, enhance the show, but not let's say, be, be the, the show. show. And he tends to be the show. Probably one of the few exceptions would be Jungle Cruise. Uh, but even his little, and I had done the Tiki Room earlier in the day with somebody else. I don't, I don't even remember who it was. That's pretty bad. I don't even remember who I was with. Um, but uh, same exact spiel, but with his little Maynard twist and a few extra little things here and there. Funny stuff. But then you wonder, like he had this whole role, and I don't know if this was coordinated earlier. There was this whole role of people sitting against uh, one back wall. And they all put paper towels on their head because he made some line about the they're bird. sitting under the, the birds and the birds you know. poop. Okay. Uh, now, and I was kind of asking some people around me, well, what do you think? And they all, and all, he enhances the show. He makes it much better, and uh, it doesn't take away from it at all. So I was just kind of curious. You know, there there are a few out there who, and I'm kind of I have mixed feelings on it because I've seen it where, like, at the mansion where he's kind of like the guy that's death warmed over inviting you in and getting off the bed. Very creepy, he's, yeah, yeah. And he's creepy, he's, but I've seen him dance around the Jungle Cruise like some gay marionette. You know, it's... it's. Um, he's, he's kind of a loose cannon at times. I mean, he's a real nice guy. He's a real good guy. But what happens is he shoots from the hip. I mean, it's all, you know, straight there. It's not None of it's scripted ahead of time. That, that, that's part. not true, because I talked to him, and he told me that he had some scripts of recently approved uh he had some scripts recently yeah it is true there was a time that he was just kind of the loose cannon but now and, he's kind of reined in and, yeah he's been reined in quite a little bit because um and this was, was some of the controversy a number of years ago with the uh, jungle cruise where they actually had it scripted but they were saying it was kind of taken away from what they were trying to go with the period on it but he's a nice guy and everything it's just Sometimes, sometimes it's hit when you're when you're shooting from the hit. Sometimes it's hit. Sometimes it's a miss. So yeah, I, yeah, sort of like Jane Little the other night at the White House. Yeah. Did no. you see any of that? No. Oh my God! Even Obama, which I don't find to be a terribly engaging or funny person. Um, I mean, if anybody can deliver some of these recent things he's delivered about the state of where we are with the you know the, with the bombing thing and the oil slick, I, I got it. He could depress a hyena. I mean, it's just um, <laughs> <laughs> depressed a hyena. He, uh, but but Jay, is he, that a line out of a movie? <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't I don't remember where it came from now. Seventeen seventy six. That's it. I think that's it. Um, yeah. He he said because the president went on before Jay Leno, and Jay, he said something about you know I wanted to come on before. Leno, because we've seen what happens to those who follow Leno or something like that. Oh! <laughs> yes. oh. Yeah, and, and Leno did some jokes that just died. Literally died. Now, Tim Conway tonight was saying that a lot of his jokes were recycled, and he was going to prove it that he's already used them somewhere else. Uh, he says, this is not like he was showing up to some junior high somewhere. You know, he was going to the White House uh, to do this thing. But anyways, back to... Um, All right, so Maynard, my interactions Ma- with Maynard yeah, have yeah, been... So, uh, so so okay, I'm sorry. Were you gonna say something? Because I yeah, is uh, he like single and kind of old? Is the guy like got a poor life or something that he okay. you know I don't, he don't gets know. off by entertaining at work? Don't, I don't know, know about his personal life. I just know I've I've interacted with it at uh, Mansion and Astro Orbiter. Astro really Astro Orbiter. Yeah. So I the one time at Astro Orbiter, I'm like, hey, 
don't I don't I usually see you at mansion? He goes, no, that's my evil twin. <laughs> and and he was actually you know smiling and kind of normal, right? Not do, you know, there's not a whole lot you could do to give extra magic at the Astro Orbiter, but you know, well, he was there I mean, and he was doing his job. And when I asked him if you know don't don't you normally do that, he's like, no, that's not me. <laughs> that's well, I, I, when I saw him at uh, Lincoln one day, I, I was in you know the family was off doing something, and I was talking to him and. Um, and I usually don't go up and engage a lot of the cast members. Sometimes they'll engage me. Just you know, I'm standing there, the only guy standing waiting, and you know, you strike up a conversation. So I said something to him. I said, no, is, is it true that you were excommunicated from the mansion? He says, No, 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 no. I'm just not working that, you know, that rotation anymore. I'm now. The, the, here's an odd mix: uh, Jungle Cruise, Tiki Room, Abe. Just yep. to throw Abe in with those other two spieling. Now, you know, yeah, we Lincoln heard. But we heard. Just, we heard on Skipper Standup though that Abe's part of J- Jungle Cruise rotation. Remember? Yes, yes, we did. And I just I thought it was odd then, but you know, I talked to Maynard a couple of weeks ago, so I already knew that, or a month ago, right after Lincoln opened. But it is a spieling attraction, so I, I guess it does make some sense. Uh, all three of them, you know, are spieling attractions. Uh, it just seemed odd that you know it's, you think of Adventureland attractions, but you don't think of Adventureland including. Main Street. It just, you know, it's that kind of thing. Because well, I've always thought of East Side, West Side, Main Street, you know, uh, trains. I've never really associated that attraction. You know, it's kind of like what I was reminded today when I was trying to do something on Main Street and I needed to talk to somebody that was with the trolleys. And I'm calling for the uh, Main Street vehicle lead. Well, they don't do, they take care of the cars and the omnibus and the fire engine. But they don't deal with the trolleys. You have to talk to the Adventureland manager for the trolleys because they also go over the ranch. So that's where they got their connections going on with that one. So, yeah, it's not as clean cut as you would think. (laughs) You know, when when you and I worked way back when in communications and – you there was know, a Main Street one, wasn't there? I was thinking there was Main Street was its own little it was, thing. No, it was uh, Center Stage. Main Center Street, Stage. There you go. Main, uh, Main Street and the main entrance. Yeah, you had your. Uh, it, it seemed to have a very defined line. Nowadays, then, shortly thereafter, they kind of broke it up into. Yeah, you had your spieling attractions, and then it was like for a while, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and Matterhorn were all part of one group because they were all roller coaster type attractions so you could rotate between those three and they kind of jumbled it it, just my viewpoint kind of jumbled it up but i guess there is rhyme and reason behind it somewhere there so yeah i I like everything like when you first get in communications and you learn about you know who takes care of you know the gate arms that go up in parking lots well you know it sounds like it's a mechanical thing but no that's the you're like why well because of this little thing inside of it or who takes care of that well and you you start learning the logic of it and most of it makes sense there's a couple that i still you know i, I couldn't tell you which ones now but even at the time i thought okay all these make sense but that one and that one which okay i guess somebody had to do it but that's not who i would have thought would have done it um so yeah i guess in some odd way so after the Tiki Room was, uh, we had some time. Uh, the the last event would have been the uh, Midnight Cruise down the Rivers of Adventure. So a lot of us, uh, you know, went to the mansion. And people just kind of did their own thing, and I stopped and smoked a stogie with Electric Mike over at the mansion, uh, or next to the mansion. They moved the uh, second class smoking area up by the train station for a while, or 
uh, right by uh, Fast Pass for uh, well, just for until the, the river reopens. Exactly, which so, will reopen this Friday. Yeah, so we he Electric Mike finds some. I mean, this this cigar was damn good. And it's an inexpensive cigar because I've I've smoked a fifty dollars cigar, not one that I purchased, but one that someone gave me or let me take a hit off. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably better technically, but um, you know the five six dollars cigars are fine for me. Uh, but this thing was tasty. It was it was really good. And he was explaining to me what's in the wrapper and and all, and all that. And uh, yeah, I saw him very, carrying very his little different. box. His little box. Yeah, yeah. So I got a because remember he gave us the what was the one dirty bastard, ugly bastard. What was that one cigar? And it was actually pretty good. And this is another one that had a funny name. There were torpedoes, and he had his cutter, and they they had a kind of an odd name too. And well, I gotta I just, say the ones we had in Vegas. I mean, off that little hole in the wall in uh, downtown. Those were. Nice cigars there too. Yeah, they were, and they were priced well, especially compared to what they get for name brand stuff up in Vegas. Uh, right. So it was, it was kind of nice taking a drag on a cigar in Disneyland. That was kind of fun. So did you get a good skipper? Uh, yeah, you know what's funny is yes, I um, remember that was it. Dirk said or Kit says, "Come see me tomorrow." Well, we went and I asked for Kit because people reminded me. No Kit, he had went home early. So I was saying, hey, you know, we've got a group of X amount of people. We'd like to get one boat if we can. We'd like to be on the last boat. So they referred me to the lead, who, oddly enough, is not dressed like the rest of the skippers. She's sitting in that little or standing around in that little uh, um, box area. Office, yeah. yeah. A cute girl, you know, nice, you know, attractive, uh, friendly person. And I gave her and the, the skipper a button when uh, – and they said, yeah, well, you know, just wait to the last minute and get in line. And people were, you know, because last year we kind of pulled the, the plug early. We walked in a little early and we got mixed in with some other people. Indy was down. Well, remember they said, if you ever want to see a uh, Jungle Cruise skipper curse. Tell, tell, tell him Indy's you know, down, yeah. yeah. Well, we, you know, we threw that at him. But we were like, okay, well, people might be coming in line. So we, people are like, oh, they're going to close. I said, no, they told me to wait literally a minute or two before. Uh, so we walked in there. We the only ones we couldn't quite squeeze everybody. I mean, we were literally trying to squeeze the best we could to get everybody in there. And there was probably five or six that went in the last boat. But uh, and from what I understand, they told the guy, "Don't worry about the spiel. Let's just you know take the river ride and have some fun." So I don't know exactly what happened on that boat. But on our boat, uh, you know, we told the skipper. Yeah, you know what we were doing, you know, and and I had happened to be he happened to be the one I had talked to in the dock when he referred me to the lead, and he was like, oh, well, the pressure's on, you know, he's he's uh, he was good, you know, was he the best ever? No, was he the worst ever? No, did he make it a lot of fun? I think so. I think he did a pretty good job, and because I told everybody when I was handing out buttons, here's the rules: if we're by ourselves, no rules. You get, in, you get into it with the skipper any way you want. You know, you, you have fun with it. But if, if there is a regular civilian cast member mixed in with us, don't. You, know, you don't mean a guest? Spoil. Civilian yes. guest, you mean, okay. Yeah. Don't. Uh, did I say cast member? Yes, yes. you did. Yeah. Uh, if a non-DPN civilian was in there, don't ruin their time. You know, like when we were in the mansion, of course, there were some locals that just screamed like bloody hell and the... And I just, you know, whatever. So uh, it was good. I think he played off us well. We played off him well. Um, looks like there's some things, again, in the river that need some work. The piranhas are not quite what they – and I'd ridden it a day or two before, and the piranhas weren't quite working the way I 
I've seen him work before. Now, nice thing was though the waterfall was back on, and it wasn't on a couple of days prior. And and that that's something else I noticed. We went on. Um, we had a really good time on uh, uh, pirates, and for once, I was the one talking. Uh, not a Hispanic family while I was videotaping, uh, but me and let's see, was it me and the Esquire in one row? And I forgot who was all where, but uh, we had a really good time. And the guy towards the end with the the ugly leg and the you know the flaming jug of rum or whatever and the parrot, uh-huh. they have been gone for months. I was beginning to think they were never coming back. And when I wrote it two nights prior to Sunday. It wasn't there. When we showed up Sunday, there he was. And I mean, I mean, I know they come and go. Or excuse me, they get maintenance. But it was gone for a long time. He was there Friday. Was he there Friday? Okay, so I must have ridden it Thursday and he was not there. And when I wrote it a month ago, he wasn't there. When I wrote it two months ago, he wasn't there. So I don't know what kind of rehab he got, but he took some time. So. All right. Well, I have one more story before we close up. Do you now? Yeah, because... We're rolling up it, on uh, okay. uh, two hours two hour. here. And- All right. Well, that's the end of West Fest because at that point, you know, people walked each other out, hugged, kissed, you know, said their goodbyes, uh, blah, 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 blah. All right. That's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. All, all was good. Everybody had a good time. Yeah. That's- and nobody nobody wants to hear my adventures on getting kicked out of Anza Borrego no, Park. No, and- no. No, absolutely not. No. Feeling, feeling no. like 40 years no. in the desert. Okay. No. 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 No, we, you know, we saw you when we were on Soren. That's all we needed to do. Yeah. You know, that has a connection right there. Okay. No, that, I'm not that, talking about your show. Mike, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm letting the dog out because he's, he's growling at me. Okay. Uh, and continue your story. Do not let him go into his little kitty <laughs> thing. Um, and all right, I'll be right Okay. All right. So it's Saturday. It's DCA day. We have done our opening meet, you know, our welcome meet. We have gone down to the Toy Story Midway Mania meet that was hosted by the Esquire. And when it was all said and done with that, you know, little chunks of people are breaking off to do their own thing because it, when we got like two hours to kill before the next thing. And I'm with, uh, I'm with somebody who has a couple of uh, those little passes, you know, the, the little, you know, something's broken. They give you a pass to come back later. Oh yeah, I know what you're. I okay. know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's so, not what I thought they were. I thought they were because of who he was. Well, okay, yes and no. Okay, but anyways, you're so, okay. So. so yeah, so he, you know, Toy Story Mania had been down all day Thursday, and almost all day Friday, and so that was the reason that he was able to get two passes for six people for whatever. I thought it was going to break down when we were on it. I've yeah, never been so, on it yeah, when it, it stops so many times. Stops and you get go into the zero zero mode, practice oh, mode, right? Half the time we well, okay. When you first come to the practice screen, the first practice screen, the true practice screen, yeah, didn't we could pull our little cords? Nothing happened. Then you know we move over and you know maybe I haven't been on it when they've because they switched the tracks a few times on us. Like okay, you thought we'd go there and they switched it over and we went down a different aisle. But it's like we'd almost get up to the screen. Sometimes we'd only we'd come to the first screen and not the second screen. It was odd. It was really kind of weird mix. And then they we had uh, Carol's uh, husband is blind, yeah. legally blind. So we got on at the normal spot, but they took us off to the side to get off, uh, which was different because I'm like, okay, where do I put my glasses? Blah, blah. <laughs> okay, but long story short, you're you've got so, these passes. So, so we now. got the passes right. So you know, it's gonna be Greg, myself, Matt, the 
the person who has the pass, you know, six of us, we're up to six. Oh, we're right here. Let's go on screaming. So we go on screaming. What's next? Uh, we got one more for six. Oh, oh. I know where you're going. This is a great story. <laughs> we got one more for six. Let's go to uh, let's go to Soren because we're on our way. Uh, we'll just go around that side of the park, pick up the stuff at the locker. No, where are we? Anyway, Soren and then to Corndog Me, right? So we're getting Soren now. Along the way, we had six people. We picked up a seventh. So we asked the guy at the top of Soren, hey, you know, we got this for six, but we have a seventh. Is that okay? Yeah, just go on in. He doesn't care. And the person with the pesticides, well, he can change the number if he has a pen and just initial it, right? So he's kind of holding us up as we're slowly going down the ramp while he makes this adjustment. And the dude who collects the ticket at the end is watching all of this. And waiting for us to yeah, get there. Yeah, waiting, waiting for him to get there because we're already up there. Yeah, right? yeah. So he gets there. Okay, here's the pass. He's looking at it. Now, the, the Soren customer, okay, where'd you get this? I got it for... Um, Toy Story Mania. Toy Story Mania has been down Thursday. I have almost all day yesterday. Guy looks up at a dead pan face. This is fake. And we all just kind of pause for a second. We're <laughs> going, holy crap. Because he did get it through not the legitimate means, you know? And as he's, as he's trying to think of an answer, the guy goes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we all had to take a collective. <gasps> well, more so, I was thinking, wait, wait. Because I, I wasn't sure how he got it, but I knew he could be able to get that kind of stuff. And the look on his face was... What are you talking about? It's fake. Oh, oh crap. Yeah. Now, didn't I pull this later with um, with the, with you or with Esquire? Oh, Esquire. We went and got all this stuff, the equipment, to go set up the room. And, you know, we got Rock Band. And, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I think I said Garage Band earlier, yeah, but it was, Rock Band. It was Rock Band. So I'm carrying we're, we're, in the, we're just yeah. climbing into the truck, right? And I'm about to drive down the driveway to head to the stuff. And <laughs> Greg waves the the rock band, you know, CD case at him. Now the disc is the disc inside the machine. And, and Matt's like, "What are you talking about?" Well, this is empty. <laughs> oh no, it can't be. Yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah, our whole night's planned around this, right? Yeah. This, this is like the the climax. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was funny. You know, it's so, weird. Have you seen that that new TV show that Disney's running, 10 Things I Hate About You? You know, it's a mm. variation off that movie. No. Oh, okay. Well, there is one. It's 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 a you know, it's kind of a tween tween show. And uh, I'm watching these things flip by. I'm just looking around at the, the ABC site. And this girl used to be on another kid's show. I think it might have been Disney, but she's kind of grown up a little bit. Uh, she always looked older than the rest of the cast and matured a little bit, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah, an, yeah. A, not an unattractive girl by any means. Uh, it's one of those real quirky show where she was kind of the girl amongst a couple guys, and they, you know, you always had those little like sound effects where something happened and you, what? you know, those kind of things. But can't remember what the show is. But uh, on this jacket she's wearing, she's got a Master Sergeant's Air Force Master Sergeant's rank insignia, but they have it upside down. Which annoys me because it's my, you know, my branch of services insignia is not displayed properly. Now, it's a kid's jacket, and I'm sure they're trying to just make it look kind of trendy and cool, but it's upside down. What's the name of this show? Um, Ten Things I Hate About You. That's a Disney Channel show. Well, Greg found his one. (laughs) What's that? You found your one. That patch beat in the wrong position. Oh, okay. 
What do you mean? I found my one. Your one thing you hate. Never mind. The one thing oh, you hate because of things. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's because um, it's late. I guess I just, you know, some jokes like Jay Leno's fall flat. So then some people listening fall flat too. So. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, all right. Fine. They have a make it or break it too. Wasn't that that movie? No, that was what was that one? Hit it or whatever where they were the gymnasts because this make it or break it. It's an ABC Family Shows. So I, I guess that's isn't that the cable sh- cable yeah. station? Yeah, uh, that used to be was it used to be called something else and they changed it to ABC it was just, Family. It was just Family, I think. And then uh, when uh, Disney bought Cap Cities and ABC, they made it ABC Family. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. All right, guys. All right. Well, I think that's that's good. We got a bunch of emails. We'll try to catch up on those in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of big show ideas. Darth Vader caught up with us, and uh, there's all kinds of stuff we need to to collectively get to over the next uh, next couple. Few. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Uh, I'm gonna say good night. Well, you, you should you should though, Mike. Solicit any like I threw out my thoughts on Westfest this year. If anybody has any thoughts that you know people who are there that uh, think. There's a feedback thread okay, on good. the forums. Some people have left some feedback already. Good, good. So encourage people to go yes. there. And, yeah. right. Not, you don't have the survey like you did last year. No, no. Actually, the survey was two years ago. Is that too? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Time passes, huh? Yeah. Well, good. So, go. yeah, people go use that. Uh, you know, Try to visit the forum and make some comments about the shows. I mean, it's really, really dead in a lot of the show show forums. It's, so be, yeah, it's for them, kind of, right? Yeah, it'd be kind of nice to see some people chit chatting about the shows uh, uh, or whatever. But uh, but yeah, well, thanks for everybody who who did come to West Fest and all the messages that were sent in that said we'd like to be there but we couldn't. Uh, so you know, maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. You never know. I got a lot of things today. I was there two years ago. Couldn't get there this year. Maybe, maybe I'll see you in the summer when I come out. You know, so you know, we'll still probably meet up with some of the people, just not at West Fest. So, uh, yeah. You know, that, Let us know when you come to the park. Yeah, definitely. Because Mike won't show up, I might. And uh, Richard, <laughs> you know, Richard, you'll see a rope drop. <laughs> kind of scooting people by, like in that video. <laughs> what video? Oh yeah. my gosh. Long time. Oh, we'll, do, we'll do it. We'll do it yeah. offline. All right. Well then, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.